an equal amount of blueberries. Yeah, sorry, I've just been thinking about that line a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to put an equal amount of blueberries in each one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny, I, I didn't even realize it. Maybe it's a subconscious thing, but uh, Robert De Niro was in the news recently. I um, saw. Yeah. 79, having yeah, babies. And... Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a father <laughs> again. Congratulations. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. De Niro spreading the seed. <laughs> All right, so you guys might be hearing another maybe familiar voice, somebody you've heard before. We're welcoming back a new guest, or... Welcome back, a former guest, um, Amanda. <laughs> welcome new. back. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having me back, guys. Yes. Returning champ. Yeah, welcome back, yeah. Amanda. Thank yeah, you. and uh, it's funny how like we have guests that have certain like lanes or specialties, and we felt like with this episode's topic, you were the perfect person for it. So that's why we had oh, to wow. have you back. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't want to spoil my feelings, but geez, I, sh- I guess I should be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And of course, my co-host Steve. Yes, hello. We're Carlos. back again. Ah, oh, it's so great to be back. Yeah, how's it going? We are. I am great. I I am just fully in the spring mood. It's hot down here. Oh Nashville. yeah. It's warm, baby. Oof. And uh, yeah, I'm, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm feeling those good vibes. Yeah, we're getting nice. to that point too here in the OC. All right. So yeah, let, let's uh, let's get this rolling. So shall we get started with our appetizers? Let's hit it. Yeah. It's time for movie food appetizers, appetizers, appetizers. It's movie food appetizers. <laughs> Superb. All right, so we're going to highlight what we've seen recently. And I think since you're the guest, Amanda, we'll let you go first. Uh-oh, pressure. So, yeah. <laughs> give us one thing always, you've seen recently that stood out. That stood out. Um, yeah. I'll go with like I've been rewatching a lot of stuff for I don't know why. I mean maybe because I'm crazy. Because as I mentioned the last time you guys had me on, I have a ginormous like 6, watch 000. list, so I probably should be avoiding that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, so I'll go with a, a first time watch that I really liked. Um, so I recently um, got I started watching some uh, Adam uh, Ego Yen movies. Um, oh yeah, nice. yeah. Because um, a friend of uh, mine that I also know from Twitter, like you guys, um, Jared the Movies is his uh, at, was on Wrong Reel for the first time. And that was nice. the subject matter. Yeah, since he's in Toronto and he covered the this director from there. And um, Exotica, I finally saw that for the first time. Yeah. And that movie's amazing. Um, a lot of people like describe like the, the vibe as being a bit, and he did a, a wonderful job in that episode of um, just talking about kind of the mood and it feels a little bit like Lynchian and it's got the surreal feel to it. And um, I, I think the, he mentions and he makes a great point at the time, like it was like kind of sold, like it was like showgirls, which is not at all. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, but the, the movie is, uh, is, is excellent. And it's got this, uh, like I guess it's a little bit surreal. It feels almost like this weird dream and, and yeah. I don't want to give it away, but, um, it's, I, I just love the atmosphere of it and yeah. uh, the characters are great. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, yeah. that run that he basically had from. Uh, yeah. I guess I want to say speaking parts. Yes. All the way to um, the sweet hereafter is like such yeah. an incredible run. Of They're films. great. Yeah. yeah, I went I went through an Atomagoyan phase too, and I mean, you know, I still love. I mean, the Adjuster is like one of my all time favorite films. It's and... a great movie. I just saw that too for the first time. So oh, yeah. another appetizer. So good. They're both yeah. great. Uh, I mean, yeah. I would 
I would make an episode about that had I not already discussed it to death <laughs> on another podcast. When before we had this podcast, I was a mm. guest on um, uh, Brandon's podcast, uh, Losing okay. Track, and I think yeah. that was the first episode I ever did with them was the adjuster. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah, so yeah, I've already discussed it to death there. But I don't oh my know, God. maybe <laughs> you get Jer at the movies on, and he'll be like, "Oh, I'll do this again." Yeah. <laughs> but he did yeah. good, and the movies are great. So <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, um, man, he there's no other filmmaker like him. Like he mixes no. like this kind of emotional but also intellectual approach, and very much so. The, yeah, yeah there's, there's this obsession with video, yep, and recording, and like. Um, uh, I mean, almost like w- um, Hanukkah reminded me of um, right, like Benny's yeah, video yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because there's like a cold detachedness to it as well. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. I just remember too. Like, I think that was his last like really good thing that he made. It's not technically a movie, but when they adapted all of Samuel Beckett's like plays, yep. and turned them into movies, like he was the perfect guy to do Crap's last tape. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So yeah, but other than that, yeah, it's so weird. It's like once the century turned, mm-hmm. like <laughs> he just kind of yeah lost it. I don't know what happened to him. Like maybe it's just the know. reality of like, um, you know, securing funding for his films. But yeah, like that could be it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, an expert on him, so I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. definitely there, is, it feels like a different person, especially when we're making movies like The Captive. <laughs> so yeah, I I completely forgot that he made that. You know? Yeah, he so did. Like, yeah, because yeah, man, with our Ryan Reynolds, because I was like, wait a minute, like, is this the same guy? Like, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I gave him another chance with um, what lies beneath, or is mm. that what it's called, or what? Um, mm, no. Um, um what crap. Was it? Right yeah, with Kevin out. Bacon and Colin Firth. Oh. But yeah, even that was just like so anonymous, like compared Isn't to his, where like, truth lies or something. Oh, where the called? truth lies? Yeah, that's okay. Title, yeah, okay. Yeah, so but yeah, Egoyan man. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's got at least he's got that that run from speaking yes. parts too. <laughs> so yeah. it's worth going back to and checking out for Definitely. sure. Definitely. So Steve, what have you been watching lately? Sweet. Um, I've been wanting to watch the thing, the eighty-two mm. thing for a while, but uh. Cool. So so in the meantime, I got caught up and I I, I fucked around and watched the 2011 remake. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> have you guys? I don't know if you, have you guys seen the 2011 remake of? Mm, I've seen the trailers and I was like, I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it, Mary it, Elizabeth it, Winstead, and it's like yeah. the prequel, right? It's like what happened before the thing right. reached. Um, like yeah. the 82 mm-hmm. thing starts with the the dog running. And a guy in a yeah. helicopter shooting, and it's basically all to get to that point. Like what right. happened leading up there. Um, I, you know, I got into it because I wanted to kind of see a couple of the scenes again, like see, okay, you know, how did those? Because I, I think you know, Kurt Russell and his crew they come across like like a, a weird double blended body at some point, and so like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted. Yeah, it piqued my interest to see. Okay, how did all those happen? Um, how did yeah. all the, the moments and so there's a ice pit too right that they discover <laughs> yeah I mean they discover yeah. the whole kit and caboodle like mm-hmm. the, the, the main issue with the movie is it it gives you everything it gives you mm. too much <laughs> you know it's yeah. like um, you know what, what, what the 82 version does it just gives you this l- little drips of information and it's all in like the rest of the movie it kind of exists in your mind and you're paranoid and yeah. this movie, it, it it hints at it. It gives you enough of it to where it's familiar, 
but it's mm-hmm. like you know it's like diet pepsi or something gotcha. just so it's like i ended up i ended up watching it because like it, again it, it, gave, it gave me enough of what i was looking for but yeah it's at the end at the end it definitely <laughs> becomes not a thing movie it becomes oh. more of an action adventure because okay. you actually get to like the UFO and all this stuff, and it's just um, <laughs> really, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. So it's like, so it's like that 2014 RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Um, oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for good reason. Um, it makes me want to go back eventually to to the 82. But um, oh yeah, 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 we're due. I mean, I I think we can we can definitely do a Halloween episode on that. You know, when we do our Halloween series, that's definitely yeah. one we can you come back throw in to. the '50s one too, the original. One. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, is that Howard? Where Pops? the monsters like a? It's like a vegetable. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that movie's cool. That. Yeah, I remember my dad showed me that one. I remember like the uh, he really was a fan of that the main actor. Mm. Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember like Arness? Kenneth Toby. I think something something Arness was. I don't remember if I just remember played, Kenneth Toby. Who played the actual thing? The, the oh god that. um i've only i haven't i've only seen this a couple of times i don't remember the name of the actor that played the thing uh right. james arness james arness. it was arness yeah yeah, there go. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah it's funny it's like it's pretty similar to to the 82 just without any of the flair or, <laughs> or mm-hmm. gore but um you know it's just you know it's just fun i just want to go to antarctica with a wacky <laughs> crew <laughs> yeah yeah safe i yeah, I think also I, I I definitely have a soft spot for like um, horror or like thriller movies where they're they're trying to figure out what's going on and it's mm-hmm. like they they're just coming up with their own explanations instead of like oh this is the definitive explanation and I think that's the problem with the the thing prequel yeah. is that yeah it just explains everything you know we now know what's definite whereas like you know that's part of it is that they're just not sure what it is and like how it's transferring from one person to another and they kind of improvise the blood test scene which is just incredible you know yeah so yeah well we, we can get into it when we do the actual episode <laughs> i feel yeah. like horror movies always like do themselves a disservice when they don't leave things to the imagination right like, it's just so much scarier if you just see like shadows or you hear sounds or mm. like in the original like the mummy with boris karloff you just see like the bandages on the floor as he walks out like that's terrifying and then right. you know you get the like, the mumia or whatever the new one was with like tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that, no. that trailer they released with just the <laughs> the sound effects and no music. I was dying the entire time. It was so funny. <laughs> All the Foley stuff. Oh, that was amazing. It was supposed to be like the dark universe or something. They were trying to do like an MCU thing. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, with all the monsters because there was like I, Frankenstein. Yeah. And... I was and like, oh there, my God. Yeah, there's like a vampire Dracula movie that's coming out. I, I fr- it has like a really pretentious title. I can't remember interesting <laughs> but yeah i think it's like maybe that's like the leftovers from that i don't know <laughs> oh, but God. yeah that's yeah. wild all right so cool. my one um i'm gonna actually do another package because i don't have much to say well i do but like for this it's just like they're they're all they all belong together which is basically i i bid adieu to my uh criterion channel subscription what? Yeah, I had a good run. What? <laughs> um, yeah, well, the thing is, it's like, I, I well, guess... Well, I'm leaving um, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I want to support it, but the thing is, like, I, you know, we have this thing, Amanda, with, like, physical media. And, I know. Like, I, I have this too. whole backlog of, yeah. of Blu-rays I need to watch. Yeah. And I just barely watch it. Like, you know, but the the funny thing is, is now that I knew that it was ending, 
was mm-hmm. like, okay, let me watch a bunch, you know, and then I, I realized, okay, yeah, this is what I'm going to miss. But like at the same time, it's like a lot of the Criterion titles also show up on HBO Max. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it's With just TCM um, and everything. Yeah, right. But they, they do have like these streaming premieres. So one of them that I watched was um, No Bears. How was uh, that? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I thought you have. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, but you mentioned his son's film from last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that um, was. I still haven't seen it, and I love Jafar Panahi. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you would appreciate it. I think it, it's a very radical film. I haven't seen like um, his his other like uh, you know house arrest films or okay. even the the one Taxi Tehran. Oh, but, Taxi's um, great. Yeah, yeah, but uh, from what he's doing, like he's actually making something I think closer to Kiristami. Okay. Um, you know, because it's like aware of itself, like it's very meta. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like the way he kind of like cranks up the tension, it actually reminds me a little more of um uh Nuri Bilgi. Okay. Uh, Jalan, yeah, from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it has more of that sense. So um yeah, I think you you'd really appreciate it, Amanda. Like oh, wonderful. It's, uh, yeah, it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's um, it's at the top of my list. It's just, you know, sitting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be there for a while because they, they have the rights to it. Uh, the other one was because, uh, yeah, I was so happy for this program. They did um, uh, Eric Romare's um, Tale of uh, the Four Seasons. Okay. Um, which is my favorite of his, like, series of films because, you know, he did comedies and proverbs and then six moral tales. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Summer in the the Tale of Four Seasons um, of that quadrilogy is, like, incredible. Like, it's I think it's his best film. But the movie that I watched on the um, Criterion was actually Tale of Springtime. Okay. Uh, which I also really enjoyed. Like, it, it's like, he's he, he's really underrated director with in, in terms of, like, depicting female friendships. Mm-hmm. I feel like I actually almost felt like doing a post on that on Twitter of, like, doing the four and then just selecting four different female friendships from his different movies. I mean, I'll still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, yeah, the Tale of Springtime was, was fantastic. Like, it's not on the level of summer but it, it's still like Romare just has this way of just like making these really subtle films that like they just creep into you like you know I yeah. wouldn't be a fan of his like on paper mm-hmm. of just like oh it's just this talky film you know even you try to describe it but he's doing all these subtle things yeah in the movies that really get you eventually you know and he's just a master yeah, it has an energy. Oh. Like, The Green Ray is, like, one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, yeah. too, how that that's often called summer as well. Like the, yep. <laughs> yeah. So it confuses those two films, but, yeah, they're two different movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the, the last one I did, because it was just, like, so hyped and, uh, like, they were doing retro screenings in New York for this. Um, it's uh, Party Girl oh, with cool. Parker Posey. Nice. Yeah. So um, they just like released that on disc. I, I feel like. Yeah, um, yeah. Fun like, City. Yeah, Film it. City yeah. through like Vinegar Syndrome yeah. or selling it or something. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I was uh, I really enjoyed it. Like it's it, it was made in '95, so that was like the peak of Parker Posey and all the <laughs> indie stuff. Like, yep. he w- I think she was also in Flirt that same year with Hal Hartley. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, it's weird that it's kind of gone forgotten. Um you know, in, in recent t- uh, times. But, uh, yeah, it's a quintessential Parker Posey movie. Like, if you like her... Um, Day Trippers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, uh, Henry Fool. Yeah. She's great in that, too. Yeah, she's been in a couple of Hal Hartley movies, and she's fantastic. But, yeah, Party Girl is, like... It's also a great New York movie because it's, like, set in the Lower East Side, and, you know, it's oh, nice. that time of, like, 
when everything looked like a war zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they think it looks like that graffiti. now when it looks like Disney World now, but that's yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. This was the rough Lower East Side, and I can't believe that '95 <laughs> it was still like that. But it's mm. kind of like seeing, um, you know, the beginning of Vanya on 42nd Street, where yeah. like oh, that's great too. Yeah, they're still showing like the red light district in Times Square. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like it's like the movie yeah. Variety. I love Variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty Gordon, right? Yep, Betty Gordon. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, so that was it. I that was my my farewell to my Criterion Channel subscription. I mean, I'll probably come back, but yeah, it's just right yeah, now I I can't justify it. I I'm barely watching any of my streaming stuff, so. It's just, yeah. I, There's I too to... much. There's really yeah, too much. There really is. We're oversaturated. <laughs> Big time. Like, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I don't, like, I just, it's still every once in a while I hear people are like, there's no good movies anymore. It's like, I don't know what planet no. you're on, but um, I would really <laughs> exactly. like to be on that one because, like, right. yeah. I can't watch things fast enough. So, yeah. Because it's like, there's new stuff that's coming out, but then also, yeah. um, yeah, the, you, you have like now hundreds of years, well, you know, a, a century and a half yeah. worth of movies to go back yeah. to. Yeah, you know, know. You, you almost have to like. I have to take a breath and like remember that, like, okay, like I, I can get to all these. I just have to yep. like just, just like take it easy, <laughs> right? Pace myself, yep. yeah. Because, because you're right. There's, there's a lot, and mm-hmm. and there's a lot of new stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a trailer for a movie that I'm super hyped about that dropped today. Um, uh, Poor things. Oh yeah, the Yorgos Lanthimos movie. I can't yeah, wait. so yeah, I'm, I can't wait. September can't come yeah. soon enough. Somebody speaking yeah. of tre- streaming and just so much stuff to watch. I saw somebody in my feed be like, "Oh, I can't find the favorite streaming anywhere." Ooh, and I was kind of going to be like a, a jerk and be like, well, you need to have it on disc. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, if that's true, that sucks because that's a newer yeah. movie. Like, Right. And it's an Oscar so, winner. It's yeah. A, yeah. And it's got big stars in it. Like Huge star, stars in it. Yeah, yeah. That's like in a show right now. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. So, man. Anyway. All right. So what what else have you been watching, Amanda? Oh, well, um, let me see. Um I well, they're not first time watches, but um, I'm revisiting um, Pedro Moldovar, and nice. I love his earlier stuff more than than his later stuff. And Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, yeah. I rewatched, and then uh, <sighs> yeah, that's one I of my favorites. High Heels, which I think is super underrated. I love High mm. Heels, um, and they both star um, Victoria Victoria Abril. Abril. <sighs> yep. Yeah, I and love her. Yeah, and um, I maybe there's something wrong with me, but I really love Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's, it's a, a great very romantic twisted. comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like is it like Stockholm syndrome? Movie? I, I mean, yeah, like you know, she gets in. Long story short, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler alert anymore. Mm. The movie came out like in what ninety one, but like yeah, yeah, but like you know, she years. gets eighty nine. Yeah, it, wow, it, even sooner. Yeah, eighty nine and ninety. Yeah, but like the timing up, timing down. Like she, she gets uh, she gets basically just you know kidnapped kind of by a man that's obsessed with her and. <laughs> Uh, Paid by until, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, Antonio Banderas, yeah. very young Antonio Banderas, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, he she's not allowed to leave until she falls in love with him. <laughs> right. Wow. And um, then, yeah. But and it, it's dark. And yeah, how he gets to that is just man. Yeah, and I just I don't know I just like um the set like just the the setting and, and Madrid mm-hmm. and, and both those movies and they're kind of this they work well together both those movies just because she stars in it and they just have the right. same the same vibe and I just love the his use of colors and. The way he understands like women, which is kind of amazing, considering yeah. you know it's Pedro Motivar. Um But right. uh, but uh, yeah, I revisited both of those recently, and I'm gonna kind of keep on that. I think rewatching Motivar stuff because I'm kind of on a kick there. So I also got that going on on oh, the side. Sweet. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how about you, Steve? All right. Uh, next one is one that you recommended, the um, the capsule. Oh yeah, uh, the short film by yeah. Athena. Um, yeah. Singari. So okay. yeah, short. Uh, 2012, I want to say, and man, just like you were saying, very sexy. This thing is uh, <laughs> is very. In, I was intrigued. Yep. I was captivated, wondering <laughs> what's happening, where is yeah. this going? Yeah. And uh, yeah, not much else other than it's like, I like if you can find it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's streaming on <laughs> Mubi right now. Okay. So cool. yeah, you can find it on Mubi. <laughs> um, yeah. It, yeah, it's just spellbinding. Let's just say that. Like, I love how, um, just to tie it into, like, another recent event, like, how people just went nuts for that uh, uh, that tease that uh, Janelle Monet did for her new music video. A bunch of idiots, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, like, I feel like that this movie has that power, too. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I mean, I even just tying back to Almodovar, yes. like, I feel like... there. There's a way that Amadovar creates this like carnality, like this mm-hmm. sexuality in his movies, this oh, atmosphere. Big time. Can you imagine yeah. if like high heels came out right now? <laughs> right, yeah. It would like, be crazy. Or even like Matador. Yes, you or know? Matador. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the main character who has like an obsession with like uh, women pretending to be dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so yeah. It's like, man, and the guy actually kind of looks like Jeremy Irons too, which he does <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like another Antonio Banderas thing, and I also love this whole car- career trajectory of like how he started with Almodovar, yep. and now he's back with him. And like, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen Pain and Glory, but I've heard good things about it. It's good. Um, it's just yeah. definitely doesn't have that freeness and just that wild like carelessness that uh that he does early on. So, mm, gotcha. Yeah. You know. All right. I, I will say, like, I wish the capsule was like better, well known, or out there now, just because mm. I feel like in in the zeitgeist currently, there's a lot of there's just a lot more. I think people down to witch and down to kind of get <laughs> to, to sort of yeah. to get no into kicks, that subculture. So I don't care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know, like like there's like a knowledge that hey, women have a power, and w- we should be aware of it. We should. We should. Uh, <laughs> we should. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, honor it in a way and i feel like the movie kind of captures that power in a in a a fun way yeah 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 it's brilliant yeah i I love it all right so i guess it's me now um all right Uh, i didn't fix the order of my my list but okay i'm gonna skip ahead i'm gonna do empire records (laughs) oh cool yeah so i've never seen empire records like it's a blind spot yeah but you know it's one of those things that people always talk about like more people have heard the soundtrack wow. than have seen the movie. Mm. And the same case for me. Like, I just remember how much, like, airplay that Gin Blossom song mm-hmm. got, you know. And it, I've been kind of on a low-key 90s kick. So nice. I was like, yeah, might as well. And then um, one of my favorite record stores in Long Beach, um, Fingerprints, it often, like, gets, like, compared to the record store that's in empire records you know they're like oh yeah if if, if this record store really existed it would be um uh fingerprints because it it even like you know they it's set during the day that they have like a signing with an artist Mm -hmm. and fingerprints does that too so sometimes i'll be going there and there'll be like a a line around the block and it's like some artists i'd never heard of (laughs) you know um so yeah so that's cool yeah and it's like 
obviously this movie only exists because of the what Kevin Smith like paved the way for with Clerks, and it became cool to like feature you know uh, yeah. people whose lives aimless lives are like stuck in retail <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and I mean you know again going back, it's ninety five, another key year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was surprised. Like the cast is great. Like I mean, aside from the obvious people like um, uh, Liv, Liv Tyler and Ethan Embry, I thought like Anthony LaPaglia was great, and um, uh, I I kind of have a crush on um on Robin Robin Tunney. Is that okay. her last name is sure. pronounced? Yeah, and she you know she shaves her head early in the movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, she I, I like her more than I like Liv Tyler, and then Renee Zellweger's <laughs> in it, and um. Uh, oh, Renee Zellweger! I forgot she was in that. Yeah, and then um, I don't know if you guys know AJ Whitworth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like he was like a pretty boy in the '90s, and yeah, he kind of has. What else was he um, in? Uh, well, he's in another movie that I'm gonna mention. Soon. Okay, <laughs> another one I saw. It was weird. It was like a time warp because it was like this was '95, and then I saw him from a movie in 2009, and I was like, man, like what a difference that time makes because. Yeah, I would compare him to like Ben Barnes, you know, he kind of okay. looks like Ben Barnes, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, he he was like he's the guy who's like in love with Liv Tyler in the movie. Okay. And then uh, Maxwell Caulfield, he's hilarious in it. Like <laughs> any any kind of movie he's in, like it's just it's he's kind of like Julian Sands or Carrie Elway's like I just can't take them ser- too seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah, he, and he plays the pop star that everybody's showing up for on the on that day. To like get their signature from, yeah. Um, there are just a couple nitpicks I had with the movie. One was that, you know, no self-respecting record store would have a sign that says vinyls on it. <laughs> and, you it's know, because everybody, yeah. yeah. And also, like, no, the the plural of vinyl is vinyl. <laughs> like that's right. the whole thing. It's like, yeah. So, because uh, obviously they built this store, and um, uh, it's funny the location of where the the record store was where they shot it is mm-hmm. not too far from you steve it's uh in wilmington Ooh, yeah yeah and <laughs> if you guys know like famous you know movies that have been shot in wilmington i mean the one that i like can't forget obviously is um uh, blue velvet oh blue velvet so amazing. yeah lumberton is wilmington north carolina so That's like i was funny. looking at like the back alleys of, of the record store. And I'm like, man, this is where David Lynch shot. And like the body of water that's behind the record store that's is cool. totally the lake where you see um like Kyle McLaughlin walking past when he's just like wandering around. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just funny that, you know, they shot in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, North Carolina in the 80s and 90s was basically like what Atlanta is today. You know, everybody right. just shot there, and especially because Dino De Laurentiis' studio was was based there, so they shot everything in in North Carolina and Wilmington. It, mm. it looks so. like in '94, The Crow was shot in Wilmington. Yeah, cool. there you go. So, and yeah, they created like this whole gothic, dark, uh, futuristic city. Oh. <laughs> yeah. From, <laughs> oh, and more, yeah. And more, and more recently, four seasons of Eastbound and Down. Okay. Oh, oh well, that that makes sense because um, <laughs> yeah. they're from there too perfect yeah so uh yeah danny mcbride and uh david gordon green you know they're like childhood friends or something so oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah anything's Old better chums. than montreal being new york and uh scream <laughs> six <laughs> yes oh man yeah we mentioned that last episode it made me so Jesus. sad to learn that i was uh, so down i knew I that so like down. Oh. i 
you know, I, I go to the city quite a bit, and I was like, that is not mm. New York. What the hell is that? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I felt yeah. it, too. It was like, when, especially when they're on the campus. I'm like, yeah, that's not like, NYU. Where is that? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's not Columbia. No. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it at all. It's like, what the hell yeah. is that? Where are they sitting? Like, <laughs> right. Uh, it's funny, though. I um, My last movie I'm going to cover here, um, Montreal comes up again. And it's like, again, Montreal playing another city. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. in a good way. Okay. All right. So, what have you got next, Amanda? Um, let me see. What have I got next? Um, I mean, I do. I do want to hear Amanda's take on Scream. Um, hmm. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> let it cool. rip, Amanda. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Did you Sorry. like the the previous one? Um, I, I thought it was okay. Five? I was okay. like, this is very The Force Awakens for Star Wars. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like we're the, really the low. all the same beats. And then like mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? You keep reminding me about how great the original one is. You're you're at you're basically asking me to right. shut this off and just put in the original one. And that's how I felt about Jurassic World too. When I was sitting there, I was like, you know, you right. keep telling me that Jurassic Park is great. I know. Like, do something yeah. new. Like, <laughs> so. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I know that's probably controversial, but I really didn't like Scream Six all that much, and no. I was really excited because yeah. I was like, you know, is this like a Jason Takes Manhattan thing? Like, like New York City, such a great movie right. character. Like, this could be great. And the yeah. subway scene I loved, but that was kind of it. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Let me see my appetizers. I'm trying to think. I've watched a lot of stuff. Um. I liked. Um. I finally watched. It's been on my hour. My um. My watch list forever. The uh, Hourglass Sanatorium. Oh yes! Oh, that's yeah. another favorite. Yeah, of mine. yeah. It was yeah. just released on disc, and so like I blind bought it occasionally. It's like it's very rare that I blind buy things, but I was like, this. Everybody that you know, I like their opinions on movies says this is amazing. It's been on watch list forever. I'm gonna do it. That movie's amazing. Um, yeah, and it's such a mood. Like, um, it kind of weirdly uh, reminded me of um. I don't know, like a lot of uh, like Russian science fiction movies I've seen, like on the Silver yeah. Globe would make a great double feature with this. Like it was mm-hmm. just a real. I don't. It's really hard to explain. Like you just got to kind of sit down and watch yeah. it. It's worth the blind buy, and the, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's haunting, um, cool. and it's basically takes place in a dilapidated sanatorium. And I kind of like with the previous movies I mentioned. I don't really want to spoil too much. It's just a really cool experience, and. Um, there's memories, dreams, nightmares. It's just kind of this whole mix of, of kind of, uh, of, uh, vibes and things going on is probably the most general way I can say it, but it's fantastic. Yeah. I think if I were to nail down one image that links like this to like the, the Soviet sci-fi movies you're mentioning, Amanda, it's probably like a guy wandering in the mist. Yes. Like, they, they all yeah. have that that kind yeah. of vibe with that image, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people um I was not a fan of Annihilation, that movie that came out nah, recently. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing. This is mm. kind of what I would have wanted from Annihilation if that makes any sense. Right. Just the feel and the mood just from having read this this actual story. So, yeah, this is this is great. Like if people like science fiction, if they like anything just different in you know quote unquote what is a weird movie um, mm. it's definitely it's it's, it's fantastic yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie yeah yeah that's awesome. definitely a carlos cool. canon movie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool i'm adding it to the watch list that's yeah oh awesome. uh, yeah awesome. definitely check it out steve heck yeah all right so what have you been watching steve what else is on right. your list uh all right i'll bundle these last two and then that's kind of it for okay me so actually uh, I, I only have two more as well so okay yeah. cool in in the family corner, we banged out uh, Jumanji, 
and Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's cool. Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji is was that also a a, a ninety five? Yeah, it seems 90s. like it was. Yeah, Early it was mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah, ninety five. Dang. Oh <laughs> wow, what a year, man! That's yeah. the um, Toy Story year too. Oh, yeah, great time and, to be um, a kid. <laughs> it's funny. So, like in my childhood memory, I, I think I like Miss Doubtfire more. But going back and rewatching <laughs> both these with the kids, Jumanji is definitely I think better and holds right. up. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more fun. Cool concept. You got David Allen Greer's super funny in it. Um, there's only kind of one dated line. Like there's a line where there's a hunter character who's chasing Robin Williams and, and everyone kind of yeah. around. And he, yeah. he, he can easily buy a gun from a store. Mm-hmm. And the person <laughs> yeah. who's selling him the gun says, you don't work for the postal service, right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that scene because the hunter yeah. terrified me as a kid when I saw this. I have no idea why. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, so, so so yeah so and so yeah that context is, is a little weird nowadays but um but <laughs> right. other than that it's 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 still pretty good it's still like it's scary but not too scary so it's mm. like yeah. you know for, for all the families out there it's a good one but nice. then mrs doubtfire is the one that kind of doesn't hold up as much interesting it's like i remember it being really funny but it's really a divorce movie yeah. right. a couple of co- comedic moments mm-hmm. so it's yeah. really kind of a bummer yeah, and it's it's a little dated with the 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 cross dressing aspect of it, and okay. the, you know just just when the current climate, like Matt Lawrence yeah. says at one point, he's a he she, and there's just like a lot of like <laughs> God, I don't they played yeah they they played dude looks like a lady and like all these things where it's just right. like it's a little like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh, yeah so yeah I'll take Jumanji. Yeah. Over Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Cool. All right. I guess it's my turn. Okay. This one is actually relevant to what we're going to be discussing today. I Uh-oh. I completed my um, uh, Neville Dean Taylor quadrilogy of movies <laughs> that they made. So I watched Gamer. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have either of you seen this? I have I have not seen it. Tell me all no, about I it. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, yeah, most people found this to be ridiculous. Like, yeah, well, I remember when the trailer came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. That looks stupid." <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've really just gotten into Neville Dean Taylor. Like, I think I mentioned in a previous episode how much I loved um, uh, Ghost Rider, <laughs> Spirit <laughs> of Vengeance, oh and yeah, I, I love the two Crank movies too. Um, and a lot of people consider Gamer to be their masterpiece. What? And um, <laughs> I don't necessarily agree. Okay. Oh. I'll yeah. Put it off the watch list. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It. It's definitely better than its material. I would say. Like, I mean, I don't really think Neville Dean Taylor's strength is in their writing. It's really how they like just have this propulsive, you know, style mm. in their movies. It's just chaotic and like I think yeah, they're definitely filmmakers that were born of digital, like of just like how the camera can move in ways that a film camera couldn't mm-hmm. and you know shooting in different frame rates like with digital compared to like the the film stocks that you can use yeah. it's like um yeah they they really like made the most of it and actually just talking about video games like what's eerily prescient about this movie is because it, it's basically a video game that's realistic so everything looks like you know so they don't really have to make it look like cgi there's no like avatar for for Jared Butler. Jared Butler is the character. 
and it it actually plays on the premise of um uh two jokes by two different comedians which is like one um by um uh George Carlin and the other one by Bill Hicks okay which is that basically um uh, George Carlin's proposal was that you know what we should do for criminals on death row is just to kill them live on TV you know, just, oh just do yeah, televised executions. And then uh, Bill Hicks' suggestion was basically like, actually, we should... Uh, he didn't even just say criminals. He said, oh, like, if people are just, like, dying, like, they're terminal, they mm-hmm. should just be stuntmen. <laughs> because what? if they die, they're, they're going to die anyway. So dystopian, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the, the, the movie runs with these ideas. So it's like this future where basically... All right, let's go um, back on the watch list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's yeah. worth watching. Like it, so... it really is. It's 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 so unique. And then um, yeah. you know, it so basically all these criminals they have like chips that are implanted in their head, which yeah. allows them to be like controlled um by This is almost you know, like Battle kids. Royale, it's just not around their necks and they're not in high right. school. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like the technology is strange, like, you know, and the the guy is played by Michael C. Hall and like Okay. The, this is the prescient stuff. It's like he's kind of like an Elon Musk type character. Which was just like, how could they have foreseen that? And then the other crazy thing with the realistic video game is that I don't know if you guys saw this um, trailer for this game called um, Unrecord. No. Um, So people couldn't believe that it was a video game. Like, it looks so realistic. Like, it was like basically a cop who's like going into like these ruins. And it looks like um, one of those body cam videos. Mm. Um and then yeah people just didn't believe it they were like no this that's a real person going in and he's like shooting people um and then the the developer actually had to come out and like show his uh whatever it is his software that he was using to like make it mm-hmm. to show that it was a video game mm-hmm. <laughs> wow you know so trippy. yeah we're we're in that uncanny valley now you know we're like that this game is gonna be huge like it, it really is gonna you know change things I think. Um, because of the reality, and then also, you know, it's like again that the, the silly debates are going to be brought up again, especially because it is like a, a shooter game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the other thing about Neville Dean Taylor, which you know was kind of held back in in Ghost Rider because it's a Marvel movie, even though it wasn't like MCU, it was like Dark uh, Marvel Knights kind of thing. They still mm-hmm. were they chickened out. They made it PG thirteen. So when when Neville Dean and Taylor are full R. There's always like a sleazy aspect to yeah. their movies. Like that's what most people like are mm-hmm. were turned off by Crank Two because there's like a shootout scene that happens like in a strip club, and like people are just like, okay, this is too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like, um, uh, I mean, in in the first Crank, it's really funny. Everybody knows that scene where you know because he has to keep his heart rate going, he ends up having sex with Amy Smart in public with everybody right. watching. Yeah. Um, and in this one. It plays with that idea of like you know having those avatars, those real world avatars in a game, but mm-hmm. like you know it's like this really like sleazy like overweight dude in his basement playing like a hot woman, you yeah. know, and then like flirting with people online and it, yeah you, you know it kind of does leave like a a nasty taste in your mouth, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that kind of put me off a little bit from the movie, but. Uh, other than that, you know, it was still entertaining. Oh, and man, I I'd be remiss to mention like uh, Terry C- Crews is hilarious in this movie, man, and he's playing completely serious. I think he's even funnier when he's being serious. Yeah. So uh, yeah, great Terry Crews performance, and he does the nice. you know the Pinocchio uh, no strings on me song. Oh like man, yeah, really creepy, but yeah, 
and yeah, Michael C. Hall's great in it too. Like yeah, so yeah, it's, it it definitely has some some good points, but I don't think it's it's their masterpiece. I still think the the Crank movies are the mm-hmm. two best movies. So cool. All right, so Amanda, what do you have? Okay, um, let me see. I have another one that I watched recently and I really liked was um, The Egyptian from 1954. So it's an early like Michael Curtiz movie. And Ooh. I was like, you know what? I kind of, um, I've always like liked um, movies that take place in, uh, in ancient Egypt for whatever reason, I guess, since I was a kid. And The Ten Commandments, like the 1923 and 1956 movies on uh, the Cecil B. DeMille did. Um, and I was like, there's a few kind of blind spots I have, and that was one of them. And um, I also really like um, the one that uh, every once in a while you hear Scorsese talk about. Um, like, and so, so like, I was kind of like, you know what, I kind of want to revisit this. And the one that, uh, the Scorsese, uh, talks about, um, has probably one of the, the craziest endings ever, Land of the Pharaohs. I don't know if you guys saw that ever. No. Um, but I wouldn't call it a great movie. It just has okay. really cool footage of them building, like, the Great Pyramid, just the, the sets and the amount of, uh, like, just all of the extras. It's just absolutely wild. Um, and it's got an, an, a bonkers ending, so I guess also include that as, as an appetizer. Um, <laughs> oh, the nice. ending is very memorable. Um, but anyways, I was like, yeah, I'm on this ancient Egypt kick, and um, the Egyptians are oh, yeah. really cool movie. Like, I don't want to, I guess, spoil too much of it, but it's like 18th Dynasty Egypt, um, and it's about like a physician, and uh, they're they're in service of the pharaoh, and. Um, basically, I know that kind of sounds boring, but it's really not like there's, hmm. um, a lot of awesome stuff that kind of ensues and just the sets are interesting and it's really kind of different for a Curtis movie. Um, and yeah, I recommend that. But anyways, also, uh, that, uh, the land of the Pharaohs, which is one of Scorsese's favorite movie that, that movie is, is amazing. Um, I guess it's kind of like an ancient Egypt recommendation, but that's a Howard Hawks oh, nice. movie, Land of the Pharaohs, and it doesn't feel like a Howard Hawks movie at all. You're like, really? Like, he made this? Mm. Um, so, yeah, both of those movies, I would say, if you want to see something that isn't uh, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, uh, both of those <laughs> <laughs> both of those are really cool, and they're both the okay. 50s. And um, back to that Howard Hawks one, that one has, like, literally one of the wildest endings I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of movies. Like, it's absolutely a crazy okay. ending and then it's just like the end and you're like that's it like man <laughs> so yeah it's just yeah and uh, yeah hawks is definitely a guy that i'm you know I'm, i want to get into like I, I don't think i've seen enough of his films like, other than like you know the big ones that okay everybody mentions so yeah but he has like yeah it's such a varied yeah. filmography i mean i i'm even curious about his his last movie yeah what is it called like um something red uh, seven thousand or something like that. I can't remember. Oh God, it'll come to me. What the title is? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he he was one of those people that the um uh the auteur theory came from. You know, yes. it's like they yeah they looked at Howard Hawks and they're like yeah he's like because people misunderstand it, especially like with all this AI. Like oh, if God. Wes Anderson made whatever, they think that that's what an auteur is. Whereas mm-hmm. like you know the original auteur theory was actually like oh here's these like you know, um, kind of uh, craftsman directors who just, like, take whatever work they have, yet there's something that shows up in each project. So, like, yeah, with Hawks, it was like he'll make a Western or he'll make a screwball comedy, but it still, like, feels like a Howard Hawks movie. 
Yeah. You know, and, or a gangster movie. You know. Yeah. And um, I guess Land of the Pharaohs, I was kind of like, aside from, you know, just it feeling like that we, we, you know, it's it's very organized. Like, yeah, just this, this feeling that it's, everything's organized and he knows what he's doing, I guess. Like, just from his experience, I was really, like, struggling to, to see what reminded me of previous movies he made, like His Girl Friday or The Big Sleep or Red River or something. Um but um, <laughs> I it's... forgot Big Sleep too. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, he did the Big Sleep. Yeah, he he's done and gentlemen prefer blondes and like like he's done mm-hmm. like when people mention like um, directors that have done like a ton of amazing movies. I think it, maybe it's just because you know uh, just not that depth of knowledge of of other directors that have existed right. like you know so long ago. So they'll be like, oh, like you know Tarantino is usually who you hear about, and that's fine. Like Tarantino's great, but. Um, you know, the, the, he has done more movies that are, are, are worth mentioning than a lot of what other people discuss right now in 2023. Right. Um, even the original Scarface, which is a great movie. Yeah. So, and so, Rio yeah. Bravo. Yep. And, um, yeah. bringing up babies. Awesome. Like, that's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Freaking hilarious movie. <laughs> right. Like, so there's, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, but this does yeah. not feel like one of his movies and it's mm-hmm. the same time when you watch it, it's definitely uh imperfect but it's got some moments where you're like holy shit like that's crazy and this is great so um yeah so i guess i'm recommending the two there the curtis is okay. uh, egyptian Sweet. and uh uh howard hawks land of the pharaohs, land of pharaohs. yeah oh, it's really awesome cool. yeah. yeah and his last movie was actually called i was something i wasn't 7, sure it, yeah something? it's red red line 7000 so I, I was like i was confusing <laughs> it with another movie called red line another anime called okay. red line <laughs> But um, nice. yeah, so uh, yeah, this was his last movie, and uh, yeah, it's about racing. So you know, <laughs> you go. I was curious about that. You know, <laughs> um, all right. So I guess yeah, I'm on my last one too, and then I guess we Sweet. can head back to you, Amanda, for mm. just to wrap things up with this Shh. section. Oh sure. Um, yeah, my last one is a Carlos Cannon. Okay, oh, let's hit it. Carlos Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, actually, this is a borderline because I'm going to rewatch it again on Monday. <laughs> I just saw it recently. Uh-oh. Uh, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put it in, in the canon. It's my it's canon. Me. So, <laughs> okay. It's official. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, it's actually Bo is Afraid. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ari Oster's latest movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I had a great time. Like, yes. uh, and I've been like twiddling my thumbs about doing the review of it because I have some thoughts. But uh, yeah. yeah, this ties into everything else I've mentioned before. So Montreal stands in for I don't know what nightmare city he lives in, but it kind of feels like downtown <laughs> Los Angeles. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, Parker Posey's in it, and she's fantastic. <laughs> she um, is. Yeah, and oh man, like. Uh, it, it's, that sex scene was wild. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. And like, and now we know why Mariah Carey showed up at <laughs> at the premiere. Uh, but yeah, yes. it's just like yes, it, we do. it's a three hour movie. Yeah, and like, yeah. um, it starts off so slow. Like you know, with yeah. this scene with the with his therapist, and I'm like, oh man, like I, I might be in for a slog here, you know. And I'm I'm not a fan of Ari Aster. I think I've mentioned this before. Right? Like, I just thought Midsummer was ridiculous. It's um, like a ridiculous remake of The Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah somebody gets set on fire at the end. Yes, too. yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, but it's funny how people now are saying like, no, it's actually supposed to be funny. It's it's a black comedy. You know, it's more than a horror film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's this thing now which has helped me kind of understand why Damien Chazelle also made Babylon. And it's this idea of like, well, you know, I made my hits and I may never get this chance again to like do carte blanche. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So let me just set things on fire. And and it's not, I don't think it's a, it's it's a disaster in in the same way as Babylon is, you know, because, um, you know, Babylon is just so messy. Like, and I think, yeah. It's disaster piece. (laughs) Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, but Bo kind of has it has a trajectory. You know, it's it's been called like you know the the Odyssey. It's like a mini yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it 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 has a place where it's trying to get to, but it just takes a while to get there, and there's a lot of digressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought actually after the therapist scene, the pace really picks up. Like yeah. yeah, once he's out in the wild, <laughs> and you see all those the wild outside like, of his apartment. <laughs> yeah, and like the the whole thing with the oh, man, the the way that's handled, where it's like, uh, first we establish the outside of his his building, mm-hmm. and like there's there's a vendor there, and then there's a guy who like sees him like running towards uh he sees Bo running towards this guy, and it's kind of like something out of um Get Out almost you know, yeah. and then um you know it then you piece it together that he's actually running to his door <laughs> to basically like get there before this guy wants to get into his building you know. How much of that though was just him because of his um mental illness like right like well, how, that's that's just most of that movie. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, one of the funniest gags in the early part for me is the the neighbor who keeps complaining about him playing loud music. Yeah, and he's not. <laughs> he gets the nose under the door. I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> and then the neighbor starts playing music. He's like, okay, you don't keep it down. Yeah. And then like, the walls start vibrating. Walls? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Or yeah. the naked was... guy that stabs him. That was hysterical to me. Oh, yeah. And just like even the description in the yeah. news. I mean, I won't spoil it for people. It was like, this is what Parker Carlson <laughs> thinks like New York City's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's What's like. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this like first act of the movie is is kind of like a type of movie that I always had an affinity for, which I don't think gets made anymore. Which is the the urban nightmare yes. type of movie. Mm. Yes. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, you just don't get that anymore. And, and you know, people have kind of compared this to After Hours, and that's one of them. You know, that was just so good. Yeah, After Hours. Um, and yeah, I think so much of like the early on parts of the movie builds this goodwill for me that it just carried me through. Even like the later parts, because actually the movie, I mean, without spoiling anything, I mean, the movie actually that I feel I can compare it the most. I mean, people have been doing like the Michelle Gondry, Charlie Kaufman comparisons and Synecdoche. Yeah. Um, But to me, actually, the movie it reminded me the most was um, uh, Cosmopolis. Really? Yeah. Cosmopolis is so underrated. (laughs) I know, right? And like, but the feel of like taking that journey Mm -hmm. across the city. I yep. mean, he obviously goes across the suburbs and across the country, but right. Um, but with this one, like, and it's just a simple thing that he's trying to do. Like in Cosmopolis, he's trying to get a haircut. Yes. And then <laughs> it kind of, you know, climaxes in almost like a two-act play. Yeah. I mean, a two-person play. You know, like um, you know, two-hander. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then obviously a lot of bizarre things happen along the way. Yeah. But yeah, this movie really like I. This is my like, uh, I guess, coming around to 
to Ari Aster. Like, yeah. you know, Ooh. I was like, yeah, okay, I like him now. I'm going to watch the next movie. <laughs> you didn't like Hereditary? I love how that was advertised as the next Exorcist. And I was like, no, right. it's the next Exorcist. Like, it's I, okay. I, yeah, I actually have never seen it. Uh, really? But, um, but yeah, yeah, somebody wants to watch it with me. So uh, I guess I yeah. I, can, I will eventually. Yeah. It's good. I liked um, it, but it's definitely not the next Exorcist. Like, oh it's yeah, okay. for everything sure. is the next Exorcist. I guess. And I mean, yeah. the whole thing with with because this has a genesis even before you know those two movies, you know, right. of Hereditary and Midsummer, and and it's this whole thing of like because that became the niche, yeah, which was like, uh, yeah, like I need to make a horror movie. Even though he's not really a horror filmmaker, no, you know, just to break break through and or get the funding, yeah, uh, to make the movie. But yeah, this is more I feel like is him. You know, this is what he wanted to do, which is this which whole feels, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Yeah, because he made that short called Bo, and it was like right after I think he graduated, or it was like his graduation film from AFI, I think. Yeah. It's, so it's like 2010 um, and, or something. He did it or 2011. Right, and then it yeah, it's like he lived in um in Hollywood. Yep. So, you know, it, the, the downtown L.A. comparison is not too far from this. <laughs> and he was saying because it was the apartment he You're was like, living in. really like that trying to buy a bottle of water. <laughs> oh, yeah. To cross the street. <laughs> yeah, you got to run for it. And then, I mean, yeah, just. To, <laughs> yeah, the whole nightmare with the key, too. Oh, man. Like, God. and this yeah. is the thing. It's like people have been saying it's an anxiety comedy. But I, I don't really. And again, you know, those were like. This is some of the things that like really hyped me up about the movie were the negative things that yes. people were saying. Yeah. And there was that one that totally got roasted on Twitter where the guy was like saying that, Oh, I've never had anxiety. I don't have issues with, with oh, my mom. It. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay, so every movie you have to like you ha- it has to draw from your experience, you know? Yeah. Um That's not the first time I've heard that. There's a lot of people that watch a movie and want it to be exactly like what they want it to be, and it's like that's not how it works. Like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see something outside of my world, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to experience something. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's how I felt with this. It was just yeah. like, yeah, this is yeah. this is very specific. Like yeah. it feels like you know it is about anxiety and then also about being Jewish. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yep. that's outside of my experience, but like I enjoyed it. And I don't know, I find anxiety and awkward comedy like funny. It is. So funny. that's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was laughing all throughout the movie. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Like, so yeah, like, um, is it is it possible to enjoy it if you watch it in chunks, or is this really one that you kind of have to like lock yourself in? I think you might be able to do chunks. I don't know about you, Carl. Yeah, I I think you have to lock yourself in because I I, mm-hmm. I felt like it was so much of the momentum. Like mm. I, I I feel like there the, the middle section that people yeah. like complain about the most is the the whole like um uh forest. Part? Yeah. yeah, the things that happen in the woods. Um, we won't spoil it more than that. And there's an animated sequence I've heard people bitch about too, and I was like, I guess you're missing the point. Like, yeah, well, that, that's part of it. I consider yeah. that to be part of that section, and then it, it's all just like leading up to a punchline, right? Uh, and mm. and it's like, wow, we went through all of that just for <laughs> this punchline. Um, and so, so yeah, it it like if you end there, like you might not recover, you know, from yeah, <laughs> right. when you, you pick up again because that's it's true. like. Good point. Yeah, the yeah the last act of the movie, like yeah, I think that's really when it kind of flags a bit, yeah. you know. Uh, but as I was saying, like you know, it was just um, uh, it had built so much goodwill for the yeah. first two and a half hours or two hours yeah. that I was like, okay, I'm I'm still on board with this. And plus, yeah. you know, the ending is just 
uh you know icing you know it was really it was like, wild yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool <laughs> because um yeah there, there's just i guess that's also the weird thing of like it it carried more weight in the theater i feel um yeah me and the one other person in that theater <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're lucky <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean that was the other crazy thing about the movie that the first week is first week run like it was in imax really you know? i didn't know that or else I yeah IMAX. yeah Holy so shit. yeah it was just so bizarre because i think there was also another big movie that came out around the same time so mm. it was like it was kind of sharing the time with it okay um, they were splitting it and uh, i mean kudos to a24 for securing that you know yeah um because nice. i i that's what ariasa was talking about in one of his interviews was that he likes to shoot wide and mm-hmm. he put like all these details like you know when you're in those rooms and you know those, there's gags within that or like even the the graffiti on the wall like there's just like hilarious like references to other things you know like i i yeah. even caught like a dunkachino reference in it yeah <laughs> So, um, yeah, it, it, it's brilliant. So you see that because he said, like, you know, he, he didn't shoot it in IMAX, but, like, they reformat it for IMAX. Mm. And he was saying, like, you know, when he was watching it originally, like, uh, I guess just for digital projection, it just didn't look as good. And then when he saw the IMAX version, he was like, oh, shit, like, I can see all the details and all of that in my wide frame. So, you know, it was just bizarre that it was in IMAX. I was, yeah, it was, I, I think I watched it like the Friday it came out. That's cool. So, yeah, it was packed. Wow. Um, But yeah, Bo is Afraid, future classic. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> For me, at least. Yeah. All right. So you want to take this home, Amanda? What's your uh, last most recent watch? Sure. Uh, my last most recent watch that I want to recommend to people. Uh, let's see here. Let me look through my really good ones. I watched so much stuff. I've seen most of what Agnes Varda has had to offer. And for whatever reason, I never saw The Gleaners and I. Oh, wow. That's the only yeah. one I've seen of hers. <laughs> really? It's the only one? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I have. <laughs> but it's super... brilliant. It is brilliant. I have yeah. the whole... Um, the like the really nice Criterion set of all our movies. Oh, yeah, and I was like, that, Holy that shit. package is beautiful. It is yeah, beautiful, that, and I was like, yeah. Why haven't I seen this one? And mm. um, there's a really interesting um, like follow up piece she did um, in 2002, like two years later, called Two Years mm. Later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyways, I watched both, and um, as as simple as the concept is, I think it kind of is just kind of, if you were had to say to somebody that was like, you know, what, I've never seen an Agnes Varda movie. I might recommend this as late as it was in her career mm. because it's really kind of is that perfect combination of her being super interested in just everyday life people and then kind of her interests and her artistic style um, and just the kind of the way that she, um, I guess, uh, kind of zooms in and focuses on, like I said, those those everyday people doing simple things in their lives, things that maybe some of us have or haven't done. And the whole the, what a gleaner does is uh, they they basically um, kind of go through a field that has already been harvested and look for the remains. Um, yeah. So she. And there's many, there's the, the, if you kind of look at this movie online, it's, it's her holding up a potato that is in the shape of a heart because <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much. And it's kind of, it's, it's, it, her movies have a deeper, a deeper meaning, which I think is what makes her so brilliant and in just kind of its simplicity of just in this, in this movie, it's, it's how much we waste. Um, right. And so people go back and they, you know, go through the fields of, of a field that's been harvested for potatoes and there's just, 
thousands upon thousands that were left behind from the machines actually doing the harvesting. So people go mm. back with their, their plastic bags and, and collect potatoes and they're totally fine. Like it, it which is just absolutely disgusting to know that we waste that much. Um, but right. basically, um, and her, her love of Paris and her homeland of France, um, she really, really knows how to, to, to capture that. And there's just this, it, it sounds silly that it's like, yeah, this whole movie is about people collecting and uh, the remains of things that, you know, were left behind after a harvest. But there's a, a deeper meaning and a deeper understanding. And there's this kind of emotion in it. And it's her love of the land and the love of the people. And then just kind of this, this, this human experience. And it's just kind of the things that were left behind and, and the importance of kind of um, loving and respecting uh, what you do have and, and valuing that. And um, I, I don't know, her movies are just uh, emotional and spiritual to me, as weird as that might sound. Right. Like, it's just very, um, I don't know, like, you feel like you're there with her. And it's really hard for me to re- probably recommend this movie to a lot of people. But if you haven't seen an Agnes Varda movie, I think The Gleaners and Eyes is a gr- great place to start because it really also shows her style and you know, there's there's the moments where she kind of has, um, you know, it's just kind of her, you know, looking at a clock or her, or her kind of zooming into a painting that they discover that actually has gleaners that was unintentionally discovered during the making of the movie, which was really cool. And right. just her narrating it, too, just adds this extra depth to it. Um, I don't know. I love her. And this movie was just, I was like, wow. I like of all of her movies and I've seen most of her movies, but it's like, how did I miss this one? Like, and, and this, right. one's, this one's kind of amazing um, as, as simplistic as it is. And I think that's kind of what makes it special is as, as simple as it is. There's just so much more meat to it. So yeah, I, I loved the gleaners and I, and her follow up on, you know, to the two years later, they were great. So oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think it, it, it's great for you to suggest that it's a good starting point because um, for yeah. her, it's also like starting over. Yes. Uh, because yes. it's her, her I, I always love this about like older filmmakers who like suddenly were renewed by digital. Yes. And she's one of them, you know, yes, it was like rediscovery. Yep. And then she compares like the gleaning to mm-hmm. like her gleaning images of people and yep. things. With yep. their camera and like it's just like she's so excited about this digital camera, yeah. Uh, and you, it's so infectious in the film because yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of the things about her is that her personality really like shines through. Just like an energy and, to it, and like yeah, yeah, and and like she's exactly to your point. Like she's not like sad about things changing. She like embraces it and and mm. and, and she loves it and she tries it and she has this curiosity about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, one of the the stills I remember from the film is like I think it's her behind the steering wheel, yeah. And like it it zooms in on her hand, and then she's like commenting on how she's getting older and yeah. her wrinkles and stuff like that. Her hair, like, yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of those things, and it's like yeah, you really see it because uh, I I don't know if the movie alludes to it, but I I kind of got that sense that she just like. She never recovered from um, losing uh, Jacques Demy. Of, of how could you recover from? Yeah, that? right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So this was like yeah. her kind of getting back in the saddle again, and you know, yeah, um, finding this new uh, way to express herself through digital. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially yeah. if you know about their relationship and and who he was, it definitely adds an extra layer to this. Because yeah, to mm. your point, you see that kind of pain there while you're watching right. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yep. All right. So I guess that wraps up our appetizers. Shall Ooh. we get into the main course? 
Sure. Yeah, let's do it. It, it makes me think I, I maybe I got to make a main course jingle at some point. Yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> you, you know, to, just the other ones are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We didn't even do a corrections and retractions. So. Yeah. I don't remember years. We was... might be we might be having a perfect season so far. Oh I, wow! I, I, okay. I forget what whether we we've actually corrected anything. So yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think good. I think we corrected something, but then we reverse corrected it because we okay. were right the first. That's time. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um yeah, let's get into it. Uh, we'll we'll, nice. we'll just pretend there's a jingle here. <laughs> Okay, so we've kind of alluded to it, um, and this is also why we have you, Amanda. The oh, no. the theme of our episode is gaming oh, no. and video <laughs> games, uh, sure. and then specifically an adaptation, like one of the biggest movies of the year. Yeah, uh, came out this uh, like past month or so. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're here to talk about it, but also like its genesis, like um, basically. Sega well, we're Genesis. gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good world pl- word play. There you go. Um, yeah, uh, even though it is Nintendo. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna go back in time. We're mm-hmm. gonna start in 1989, and mm. this movie was suggested by UC. But before we get into actually, sorry, I, I have a question for both of you, just so we know sure. where we all are coming from. So we're talking about Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I want to know what are you guys' like experience in the past with Super Mario Brothers? Like, were you did you play the game? Are you fans of the uh, franchise? Who do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, let's let's go with oh, you, yeah. Amanda, since you're yeah. our guest. Sure. So uh, I'm 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 a nerd. So <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing video games since my parents were like, "This is the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and we have this game con- ha- called Haunted House that is broken, <laughs> and can you beat it?" <laughs> and, and then they're um, the Pac Man on that system. I'm as much as I love the Atari like Twenty Six Hundred. It's freaking awful. Um, and then <laughs> my brother and I saved up to get the Sega Genesis, and that was a very nice. memorable event when we went to a Toy Works, and we bought the Sega Genesis with all the money we saved, and a copy of Miss Pac-Man, and an Outrun, <laughs> and Sonic 2. We were Sega kids. Of course. We were yeah, Sega you gotta kids. have Sonic. Yeah. If you're, yeah. you're playing Genesis, you exactly, got Sonic. Exactly, because Sega yeah. does what Nintendo don't, if people know those ads. And <laughs> oh yeah. my god, bringing it back. Bringing it back. And yeah. uh, I That's still have... Logan. Dang. Yeah, yeah, I still have my Sega Genesis, and I have a pretty solid collection of games with Contra nice. in there, and uh, TMNT, Ooh. and all sorts of good shit. Oh, oh I gotta ask, though, Amanda. Do you, yeah. do you have um, Aladdin? I do have Aladdin, oh, and there's and I that do, was my favorite, dude. And I remember from like I guess I'm a- really aging myself. I'm like kind of an elder millennial, but like <laughs> I think we all are, dude. Right? <laughs> We're all the so, same generation. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there was an amazing. There was a code like so. Kids nowadays have it so freaking easy. Like you just right. get your parents' credit card and you can get ahead in the level and buy the DLC. Mm-hmm. But like. Way back then, like, you know, you had to, to, to either call the Net- to Nintendo hotline to help you get through, like, Simon's Quest, or you had to have the Game Shark, if you guys remember. Oh, yeah, of course. So, Game like, Genie. Yeah, or the Contra yeah. code that's on people's T-shirts nowadays yeah. to get through the levels. But um, there's oh, a yeah. code in Aladdin that gets right. you to get through the next that. level. A, it's like A-A-B-B-A-A-B-B yes, start or something. That. Yes, <laughs> like, you get yeah, through the it's levels. It's a notoriously hard game. 
it's ridiculously hard. So is yeah. Lion King, and like mm. both. Those oh yeah, I are... love Lion King too. Oh, yeah, man, these Disney games were really the knocking it out. Disney games used to be great. And, yeah. Um, th- yeah. So yeah, I definitely have those. But anyway, I was a Sega kid, and then I had mm. friends that had Nintendos, so I would play mm. Mario Three. That's one of the greatest games of all time, which we're going to talk mm, about yeah. in a bit. And yep. Mario World freaking loved that game. I think it's because yep. like probably yep. the first level, like you find Yoshi and you hop on his back, and then it's just bliss <laughs> from there. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing video games for a very long time. Um, wow. And um, probably only recently have I not played as much because I've been more on the holy shit. I have six thousand movies to watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, finding when... that balance. Yeah, mm. when I when I got, you know, into high school and I started having part-time jobs, I could actually start to own every single console that came out, yeah. which was yeah. like yeah. holy shit. Now I can have the GameCube, the PS2, the Xbox <laughs> and the Dreamcast all at once oh, and amazing. I can go fucking wild on all of the games. Right. Um, so yeah, so I've been religiously I was religiously playing games like unhealthily from <laughs> the uh. <laughs> From the Dreamcast, in Sega Dreamcast is one of the greatest consoles of all time, to the PS2, yeah. to the GameCube, the Wii. I've had it all. So I'm very much video game unhealthy. And I had a brief <laughs> stint where I was an assistant manager at a GameStop. So oh, I had no. access. I had access to stuff real early before anybody okay. else did, which was the only good part of that Perk. job. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh my god. It sounds like a, such an awful place to work. Yeah, it's a horrendous place to work. Everything mm. online is real. Um <laughs> man. But anyway. Yeah, That's so awesome. I've played pretty much every Mario game that exists and I think Mario 3 and Super Mario World are still the best games ever in Mario Land and then Mario Land 2 on the Game Boy I was also a huge fan of yeah mm-hmm. that's cool. me in video games right. yeah sweet okay there you go mm, how about you Steve um, yeah my history it's a it's it's a little flipped like <laughs> so yeah. my parents bought the NES Nice. Maybe like eight eighty seven. So like yeah. right after it came out, and they were really into Mario and Duck Hunt. <laughs> That's and so amazing. At, I never knew this. And so at this oh, point, man. well, I think I think mainly my mom was, and so there there was <laughs> a period incredible. where I was kind of learning from her, you know, okay. which was was and so like uh, so at this time I'm like seven eight, you know, mm. somewhere in that range. But yeah, I, you know, obviously, Mar- you know, OG Mario, Mario two up through Mario 3 I remember when the wizard came out we were so geeked to get a glimpse of Mario 3 just like <laughs> it was it was like the buzz in my class you know oh there's a movie that's going to have Mario in oh my god um and then you know graduated to Super NES got all those but then at at, at, at once I got to high school I got into music and I started to put my energy in, into bands and mosh pits and all that kind of stuff so I kind of j- fell off video games in high school. So um so what kind of came out after you know 95 I- I'm a- slightly aware of like the arcades but I but yeah but the gaming after um is kind of a mystery to me so it's fun to kind of hear it all from y'all. Yeah, I remember having the power glove. Okay. And, oh, uh, it's so and bad. kind of like <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. And thinking um and thinking it wasn't that cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, like like it wasn't that useful. You're a good kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah, I I agree with Amanda. Super Mario World, Super, Super Mario 3. Yes. I really like I I really like Super Mario 2. 
Um, and it's funny, like there, there's a arc, there's like a retro arcade here in Asheville that me and a buddy went to a couple of years ago and I got there early and I was waiting for him to show up and they had an NES. And so I, I put in Mario and I could still beat it. Like I beat it mm. within like the 15 minutes it took for him to, to like arrive. Nice. So it's like, it's like, it doesn't go away. You know, it's fun. Nice. So it's, it's still there. Nice. Wow. All what's right. Your, what's your history with the... Okay, so with me, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. I'm also kind of flipped as well, but even more to the other extreme of the spectrum. So I was I was repressed. I was like Paul Schrader uh, <laughs> of video games. Like I wasn't allowed to to own a console. It's bad um, for your mind. Kate. Yeah, but like I uh. <laughs> I got to play when I visited friends, and you know, Damn. like so I, I was familiar with it. But you know, it wasn't like I got to play long enough to um you know to get good at anything i was just terrible at every every Aww. game but you know i enjoyed it mm-hmm. like it really and i think when i lived near um uh, uh, do they still exist like electronics boutiques <laughs> eb's yeah. like uh, i mean eb games they're, they're kind of partnered part with of... gamestop became a part of gamestop oh that yeah so that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah so like funko land it. became um, gamestop too yeah oh mm. okay Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, I when I was a kid in Cambridge in the UK, um, yeah, the, we lived near a, an EB game, so I, I would just go there, and I just remember like, um, I think the new game at that time was like Tekken Two or something like that, mm. and I would just oh, like wow. play the demo because you know it's a fighting game, so it doesn't matter. It's just like okay, you're limited in terms of the characters you can pick, but like right. You know, yeah. you're, it doesn't matter what stage it is. It's not like other games where, oh, you can only get past this stage and then that's it right. for the demo. This is the game, the de- the demo kept on giving, but it was funny because it was like the the people who worked there started to notice that I was just going there every day to play for free. That's <laughs> sad. <laughs> um, that's but yeah, sad. that was my childhood <laughs> with with video oh games. But with Mario, the whole thing was, yeah, and this is, I guess, my perspective on approaching these movies that we're going to be talking about, yeah. is that I loved the, the TV show, the Super Mario Brothers yeah. Super Show. Oh, my God. That, was, that show. Yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Like, that yeah. was my point of reference. And, you know, it had the live action sitcom stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I always remember feeling like, man, I, I just wish they'd, like, zoom past this already and, like, get to the cartoon. Because the cartoon parts were great, you know? And, like, so my reference of of stuff, and this is going to be relevant when we talk about Mario 93, is, um, you know, that their enemy was King Koopa. It wasn't Bowser, you know? Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, it was this green monster. It wasn't, like, this green and yellow with orange, you know... um, uh, eyebrows guy, <laughs> right. so um, so that those were my points of reference, and then you know, like basically, I guess when I got to college, that's really when I started getting into gaming because you know I didn't have any more restrictions. I I bought right. a PS2, nice. and then yes, you know, got into like all the GTA games. Like yeah, that that's really more where I lean towards. I like a lot of games where um, I don't have to grind too much, but also like I can just fuck around. Like you open know, world stuff. Um, yeah, open world sandbox yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, that's that's really my thing. Because, yeah, I was just nice. never good at, like, platform games. I mean, you know, one game, though, that I really tried because it was um, kind of brought me back to the Mario stuff was... Uh, did you guys ever play Braid? I did play Braid. Braid yeah. is cool. There's, like, yeah. the rewind forward, like, time Yeah, right? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a fresh perspective. Because, yeah, you're, you're talking about, game. Amanda, how, like, it's so easy for kids now because it's, like... 
even if you die, you just basically like respawn where you died mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't lose anything. Whereas, you know, I remember that aspect of games before where it's like, if you die, you lose everything. You're screwed. And you have you to start, start all yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you had to have like a separate, like, you know, memory card or something mm-hmm. to save, save it on. And if it got yeah. corrupted, your saves are gone. You know, it's like, man. Yeah. Yeah, those are brutal, brutal times. Brutal game. <laughs> a lot of the new Mario yeah. games, like I, I don't know, I could be somewhat wrong, but the I think the Wii U like uh Mario game that came out, Super Mario Brothers U was the first time, at least for me, I experienced like you I, I tried it. I was like somebody said to me, like, you die so many times they give you an invisibility mm. suit so that you can get through the level and I was like, Really? <laughs> Like, are you serious? Like, yeah. that's not good. Like, right. these kids need to learn the hard way and start from the beginning. And it was true. Like, I, like, kept dying, and I was like, wow. They gave you, like, an invisibility suit so you could just make it through the level. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, the point. state of gaming these days. That's why I yeah. do appreciate, like, when there's these notoriously, like, super hard games that people, like, have trouble with. Like, you know, yeah. the Dark Souls games or, yeah, like... Yeah, um, I love those games. Yeah, yeah uh, Sekiro Yep, secure. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, even Elden Ring. Elden Ring was amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And right. they bitch about how there isn't like an easy mode. It's like that's not what the game is. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's, that's not what the studio is known for. From somewhere. no, um, yeah. Actually, I might have wanted to ask you, being a gamer, did you ever play that game that's like called? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name, but it's this guy who's like stuck in like a cauldron, and then he has this like um, kind of hammer, and he's just basically trying to get up to like um this peak and he's just like climbing and it's like one of the most notoriously hard games to play and like you know there's so many like rage quit streams of people playing the game you know like what's it called is it called, oh. is it called getting over it yeah, that's it that's it that's what it's what? called do you remember i have that not game? played that no, no i just found it no i just i just googled guy with <laughs> guy with in the cauldron with hammer it's the first thing that comes no, up. no i've never yeah. played yeah. that oh man it's Bennett it's so Foddy? difficult really? um okay yeah yeah so why it's, is uh, it a cauldron yeah, that's what makes it is harder. Is it legit a guy just... in a cauldron with a hammer? Is that what it is? Yeah, and it's like a bald dude. <laughs> it just <laughs> looks awful. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just so difficult. Like that's the whole point of it is how futile the game is. Damn. And like, um, I I just would be remiss to also mention another game that I really loved that like kind of I guess kindled my love for it is um uh, another indie game that's also like a sc- side scroller. Forgot the name of the production company, but um, uh, it. At the developer, I mean, it's uh, Limbo. Oh, Limbo is a great game. Yeah, and just like Limbo's the amazing. aesthetic That's, um, of the Play game. Play Dead is the company, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, Play Dead. Yeah, and they also yeah. made um, uh, what's that? The follow-up game was it called Inside? I'm, I'm I kind th- of blank. I'm trying to remember, they're they're out of yeah. Denmark, I think, right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, and then the the follow-up game was it's similar, inside. but like, yeah, yeah it's it inside, is inside. Yeah, and it's like. It's slightly from the side. And, like, you know, the game Limbo, like, I have it on all platforms. Like, it's that's how, that's how much I love that game. Like, I have it on my phone. I have yeah. it on PS2, uh, PS4. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I have it on Mac. Like, it's just on everything that I have because it's just such a great game. So, nice. It is yeah. a great game. But yeah, really cool day. Yeah, I think it, it, it is, like, um, it's a true, like, successor to, like, the Mario games, I feel like. You know, it, it has a feel similar to Braid, like, you know. Um, and I, I love, too, that the first experience I ever saw this game in was, like, in a screening room. Like, it was, uh, yeah, it was at MoMA PS1. 
in oh, the wow. basement. <laughs> yeah, they okay. have like a screening room, and I guess they were it was part of like an exhibit, and you oh, got cool. to play it in the screening room. <laughs> like you could just yeah. sit in like a movie theater seat and play mm. the game on like wow um, a pretty large screen, but not like massive, you know. Right. Um, but That's yeah, so Limbo's fantastic. Um, All right, so you you you've already mentioned it, Steve, and I guess this is it. Like, um, I didn't even realize the weight of it because you suggested this movie. So we're gonna start with The Wizard. Oh, so right. Tell us yeah, about this movie, Steve. Yeah, so I was, you know, obviously we were gonna talk about Mario films, and the, the one that oh, the one that always comes to mind is is ninety three because everyone was so excited for a Mario movie. Yep. And it didn't, and it and it wasn't what people expected. But then I remembered <laughs> this one. Which kind of gets forgotten as a Mario movie because it's a weird. Well, actually, it's not weird. It's more like like just just kind of a straight ahead cross country romp, but with a little bit of video games mixed in. I don't really know the background, but yeah, we're talking about the Wizard '89, and I just remember as a kid. So when when it comes out, I'm eight, Mm -hmm. so I'm like right in the wheelhouse of like who this movie is being marketed to. I know who Fred Savage is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this um, was like he had already one season of The Wonder Years under his belt mm-hmm. at yeah. this point. Yeah. 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 And it's um, you know, we were going to see a we, we were going to see a movie that had video games in it. It had arcade culture. Yeah. Mm. You know, th- like it just had that thing. And so we were really excited. Um and so but it kind of came and went. And so <laughs> and like um I don't think it had a, it the impact that it, it, it wanted to have. And so I'm, mm. yeah, I'm curious, like obviously to Carlo, obviously you, you said this movie was, was just a miss on you. Like you didn't even <laughs> know, know about this one. No, not at all. Like, like Amanda, was this one that you had seen or was there any um, of this on your radar? Sure. So I, I was three when this movie came out, so I did not see, I, <laughs> yeah. I was born in 86. So okay. Yeah, so like Nintendo, yeah. Yeah, so like early <laughs> 90s like I had like friends saying to me, "Oh, you need to see The Wizard" because they had those like really cool, I don't know if you remember the and it's even in this movie whenever you watched it, I was like, "Oh shit, I remember the cool kids in school had that." Is that case that like they could like the travel case that held all the original Nintendo cartridges? Oh, that's what he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the travel and I case, remember yeah. there was like there was a few kids in my class that had that, and they were like hot shit because they had all of their <laughs> <laughs> they had all of their yeah. Nintendo games in that case, and they like were bringing it to class. We're just like, okay, like they're not gonna let you play this here, but whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> so like, I remember watching this, and then um, if I remember correctly, like this was a big deal for Nintendo for two reasons. Like Mario three came out that game which is are you i I think it's the best mario game ever in my opinion but like Mm. um it came out they they used this movie to advertise that game at the end in the championship and like and show footage for the first time and like two or three months later then the game was released in the united states so like that's kind of wild to me and then also the that power glove (laughs) yeah but like (laughs) Which my kids in school also had and thought were badass, which is really funny. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, um, I don't know if that answers your question, but um, I it saw does. it like when I was like seven, eight, nine-ish. Yeah. And it yeah. was like we were still all into like the Nintendo was like you were hot shit if you brought your your case of Nintendo games <laughs> to school that you couldn't play. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so I guess I, I'm the one who came in cold with this. Um, but I, I was trying to find, like, 
before I even watched it, like things that appealed to me. And one yeah. of the things was that um, when Steve first mentioned it was that I saw that it's directed by Todd Holland. And I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And I realized, oh my God, like he directed like a lot of the Larry Sanders show. Um, yeah, really? like a huge. Yeah, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, it's a huge chunk of the episodes. Like you know, because it's one of those things where because you know Larry Sanders had like a revolving door of directors. Like it just right. kind of yeah. Um, Went you on know, for it, a while, I think, like six right. or seven years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've never finished a show. Like it's like I think I, I've, I've seen like maybe two seasons. Mm-hmm. So I still got a ways to go. But you know, I mean, that's also why I'm keeping HBO Max. <laughs> they better not get rid of it. Um, HBO and not Criterion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they I need it for my shows. Larry Sanders show. So yeah, like that's another thing. Like Larry Sanders, there's there's Blu-ray boxes, but not like uh, I mean, sorry, DVD boxes of it, but not like Blu-rays. That's just weird. That's weird. Huh. Yeah, that's like me yeah. like rewatching um a lot of Star Trek stuff, and I was like, how is Deep Space Nine not on Blu-ray? It's only right. on DVD. That's freaking exactly wild to me. right. Yeah. Yeah, and we may never get it. It's almost like um, how, like, you know, the X-Files box is, like, so hard to find now. You yeah. can't get, like, the whole se- uh, the series. Stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're beholden to these uh, streamers. Yeah. And that's oh, it. Uh, this is the only way to watch it. But anyway, yeah, so Todd <laughs> Holland is the director. So I was like, oh, okay. And then... um. And then you mentioned this, Steve, that Jenny Lewis was in it. And I was like, oh, man. like <laughs> She I, is? Holy shit. Yeah, she's the girl. How did she's I know the that? main girl. Yeah. Damn. And, like, <laughs> the whole thing with it was, like, I know her more for uh, Rilo Kiley. Yes. So, like, I I kind of knew that she started out as an actress. But I didn't know she started this early, that she was, like, a kid. And she kind of had, yeah. like, um similar kind of career trajectory as, like, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, where she mm. I think she was in a commercial. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's what like, you know, uh, Jello star right? shot up from. I feel yeah, like it was Jello commercial. Was Jello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think Sarah Michelle Gellar's was like a. Hopefully Burger not King with Bill Cosby. Commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, you can tell why. I mean, why did they cast these three kids? You know, because they're all right. adorable looking. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I I really feel like this was a movie that. Uh, if I, I had seen it when I was younger, yeah, this would be, like, something I would carry into my adulthood mm-hmm. as, like, right. yeah, I, I really love this. Because, you know, that it really plays into that fantasy of, like, yeah, let's let's go out and, like, try to experience yeah. the adult world as yeah. a kid. It's, it's bonkers. Like, yeah. the plot is, like, trying to actually understand the plot to this movie and and what <laughs> all the characters' motivations are is absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Like... All the family dynamic stuff that they try oh, really man. hard to, to tease out. Like, I'm not even going to try to figure it all out. It's just, right. it's, it's really not messy. It. Yeah, yeah, and there's no. this <laughs> creepy, like, kid bounty hunter character. Yes. Let's, let, like... let's, get, let's get into Putnam. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who is this guy? Like, what's going on? For real. Yeah, like, yeah. this actor, um, <laughs> Will Seltzer, oh, um, I feel like... <laughs> So th- they needed some kind of antagonist. Like th- yeah. I like I think they didn't want it to be the wife and her husband. They wanted right. it to be another character. And so they bring in this bounty hunter who's like a kid. He's like I mean you would call him a pedophile now, but it's just Yeah, like- that's that's the vibe I got. <laughs> it was just like creepy. He's, he's balding creepy. too. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're hiring a man to go look for kids and not just look for them, but then to like manhandle them and to like kidnap <laughs> them essentially. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, and and I feel like I feel like this is the like the biggest the weakness of the movie is that um, you know obviously it has it has a lot of flaws, but just yeah, yeah. that character needed to be recast. I think. Like, oh yeah. You know, it's just like he like unfortunately the actor he's just he's not funny enough to pull <laughs> off that aspect and he's not scary enough to no, be it's too serious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it needed to be like like a Dan Hadaya type or like yeah. a <laughs> Yeah, but it would be brilliant. Um, yeah. Like Tim Curry or something. You know what I mean? Like Tim Curry would have been right. great as that character. Yeah. I agree yeah. with you. But, um, I mean, I was even thinking of just yeah. like swapping like Bo Bridges, <laughs> oh, Bo sure. Bridges the instead of him being the dad, and you know, because I initially thought uh, yeah. Sam McMurray mm-hmm. um, was the dad because you know he's the first guy you see at the beginning right. after the that oh, this, talking about strange like what a way to open it where it's like a yeah. kid who's just like walking on yeah. the highway talking about California. <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. I was rewatching this and I was like what the hell is going on? I was like, is there a video game competition? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the opening actually reminded me of Badlands um, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like Repo Man. I was yeah. thinking of Repo Man. Actually. Yeah. Repo <laughs> like, Man, that's the way funny. Repo Man opens. Yeah. You think Alex Cox, that's funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it starts in that strange way, and then you have Sam McMurray, which I think you know he's kind of like a dad actor, like you know he's yeah. that yeah, character he actor who plays a good dad, you know. Um, but then yeah, the whole relationship with adults in this movie is just strange. Like the the encounter mm-hmm. with the bus attendant when they first meet Jenny Lewis at the bus mm-hmm. um, depot, and then um, uh, I'm trying to think of who are the other weird adults in oh. Okay, the 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 other one is the um when they when she talks about like the trucker's code and they're riding yeah. on like the back of this truck and then like um and it, they steal and their what, money is that the scene you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, because they they basically discuss how much money they have. Yeah. Which is another like cool kid thing of like, you know, you're scrapping like $27 together. and then the guys <laughs> yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, we got to steal that." And I like right. looked up I was like, "What was $27 yeah. in 1989 and, today?" <laughs> and yeah, and the way that that scene happens too when they pull over and they start grabbing them, I I thought it was going to go in a dark direction for a minute. Yeah. Like I was right. like, "Oh my god, like this is going to be awful." Like, right. <laughs> yeah. PG movie. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like these truck code creepers. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there, there there is like a creepy edge to the film, which is just like I don't know, like <laughs> the bounty yeah, hunter. One hundred percent, it's very yeah. dated. Like I was kind of just noting all the dated things about it. Like, right. um, so so Jenny Lewis's character Haley, her mom, I guess, is like a a, a showgirl or something. You know, in <laughs> Reno. Reno, in the little, yeah, the yeah, biggest it, little city in the world, and she, and <laughs> Reno. And, 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 yeah, she mentions something to the effect of that she has her mom's legs. I remember that, but they're nicer or something. She says, "Yeah,", yeah. and oh, I was man. like, "You're how old? Like, what is this?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then yeah. it, so okay, so I just kind of I listed a bunch of the things that that felt dated. So I'm just gonna rattle r- 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 them <laughs> off real, real quick. Oh, no. So 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 we have that line from Haley. Yeah. Um, Fred Savage puts on a mask at one point, and Haley just knocks his ass out. 
I remember that. <laughs> uh, that it's like it's like all right that's a bit that's that a yeah. little bit over the line there oh, um God. and and it, it and, and it just played for like a quick it's it's just like a quick cut like joke um mm-hmm. jimmy gets called a moron and dumb and like <laughs> stupid a lot in the movie and it's just like it's yeah. like like we all have language for what's happening for him mm-hmm. now and so it just feels like very poorly like the dad wants to institutionalize him yeah, it's almost point. like they don't want to win, like maybe um it was the comparison of the movie Rain Man that came out like they didn't want to Oh right. right. have that, that comparison. That's actually what I th- I thought of. I was like this movie is like Rain Man for kids, you know, it is, they're going on yes. a road trip, they're hustling <laughs> people for money, maybe they gamble the... at one point you know, right. in, in oh Reno. God. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. And um <laughs> yeah, the the kid that we're talking about is obviously the wizard of the title. Um what what is his name? Um the actor uh, the, uh the character words oh jimmy jimmy Woods. jimmy yeah jimmy so yeah. so yeah um yeah the, the there's this whole thing that yeah we we didn't really know what it is but it is actually like an early movie i think that actually depicts um autism very well mm-hmm. yeah it you does know? um Wasn't Raymond, like, yeah the and i think before this i think it was like yeah it was yeah yeah yeah, and I don't know how, like, I guess, aware that that's what they were going for. I think it was just like, okay, well, he, you know, he doesn't speak much, but like, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's a savant, like he's good at video games, you know, like that's right. that's like the explanation for it is like, and then there's even a part where he he's doing something that I think is is a very like um something that somebody who has autism would do is like he like would stack things. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. He's and, regularly um, stacking things. Is 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 a discussion. Yeah. Right. And then the French Savage is like hates it when he does it. Like, like stop it. it. He knocks it all down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Oh, and odd. then oh, yeah, the other. I guess just on your your line of um, quib quibbles, Steve sure. is the um, the the creepy like the the hasn't aged well thing is like you know when the the bounty hunter like tries to take Jimmy from the arcade in the casino in Reno. Yeah. The way that they get him to like, uh, let him go is that, uh, Jenny Lewis shouts like he, he grabbed my boob or is it like no, my she breast? Said tits. Like, Didn't she say oh, tits? She said tits. Did, I don't did remember. She? No. Or did she say I breast? Think she said I think she said he, he grabbed my breast. Yeah. I think like it was that, breast. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even yeah. boobs. Cause boobs would have been funny. It was not boobs. So it was <laughs> tits or yeah, breast. Yeah. He grabbed yeah. my breast. And, 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 and like two cops instantly rush in, pick <laughs> him up by the legs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, don't even interview her. My favorite right. part is, is like, is this is so obvious. This is like, you know, when it takes you out because it's so obvious it's a movie that's struggling and you're like, yeah, right. all the, all the extras just like stare at the camera. <laughs> mm, yeah. Cause like, there's no direction of like how to react to that's he so, grabbed yeah. my breasts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this that is definitely wild. Todd Holland pre Larry Sanders. He learned oh, big a, time. A, a few more things than Larry Sanders. I feel. Yeah. Um, and he, he, I feel like yeah, his direction is very flat, so he's he's more suited oh, for. We're for just TV. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah. even the way there's just no nothing dynamic about like the video game scenes. No, you know, it's just like cut to Jimmy like playing intensely, then cut to the screen, then cut back to <laughs> yeah. him. I was literally so, yeah. waiting for shot. like the Nickelodeon like shows where they would drop like the gack on the kids. I was like, is that gonna <laughs> right. happen? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Like hold on, like I will say, like this whole section in Reno is really amazing. It is. 
um, first of all, Haley has a trucker friend named Spanky, <laughs> who just kind of is like hanging out and is like yeah. down to help these kids. Yeah. Seems to be stoked to win like twenty bucks. Um, yeah, well, they, they give him ten. They won three hundred, and he they, were, they gave him ten. And he was like super thrilled about ten dollars. And I was yeah, like looking like, up. Sweet. Yeah, I was like yeah. looking up like ten dollars nineteen eighty nine versus twenty twenty three. Like, why is he so excited? <laughs> right. And then yeah, and then with their winnings, they're acting like arcade ballers. And in this yeah. arcade, <laughs> yes. there's a cocktail waitress, like a kid cocktail waitress, giving oh, out yeah. licorice. And then the, Fred so Savage creepy. is like chatting her up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh man. But oh, yeah, God. but um, speaking of that kid kidnapping scene. Um, there's a really funny uh, moment where Putnam grabs Fred Savage and he just says, I hate you. <laughs> yes, I remember oh, that. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So- but, but yeah, but but yeah, ultimately the movie is trying to get to this big uh, video game tournament and it ultimately, it just takes too long. It really like, takes I don't, long. I, I, like, I don't think you make it there until like an hour 15 in or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's an hour 40. And then the last 30 minutes are dedicated mm. to this like tournament. Like, it's, video the tournament yeah. just like sucks yeah. the way it's depicted. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, the MC is garbage. Oh, I do not like that MC. The MC right. is horrendous. Oh, like, man. This not what is happening. Like, and, yeah. Uh, Oh, but but I will say so earlier in the uh, in the pod, Amanda brought up calling the the, the video game hotline. I feel like that's yes. well depicted. In I the love movie. that in this, right? And yeah. he has the multiple like um, what Folders. are those called? Those binders, binders, yes. <laughs> just to go through everything. Everything's yeah. still analog, <laughs> like it's not on a computer. It's like people, that was a real uh, thing. Like whoever oh, rewatches man. this, like like that was real. There was legit like a Nintendo hotline. It was like you. Like, which, which made me think of, like, Purdue Chicken has, or Turkey has the same thing, had the same thing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, if you struggled to cook your turkey or something was wrong, you could call them up and they'd help you. Nintendo oh, was wow. the same way for a short period of time. Right. Like, well, so amazing. I think people, yeah, that's people don't service. remember that. <laughs> that. Yeah, like, you could call them up and be like, I'm stuck in this dungeon in Zelda and they'd help you out. So I thought wow. that was real. That's like the coolest part of this movie, I think, yeah. to me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a cooler job than working at GameStop. Is oh, to for work real? At that, how, yeah. That hotline. <laughs> no, but you do not oh. work at GameStop. Like, no, for sure. No. Oh, the yeah. one thing. One thing that we skipped over is on their journey, they come across Lucas, mm-hmm. the dreaded yes. Lucas, yeah. and he should be the villain. I mean, we don't need like the creepy yeah. bounty hunter guy. They could have set him up to be more of a villain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you guys have have a Lucas in your school or 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 oh, neighborhood? Yeah. Oh yeah, I had one. That was the one that they came in with those cool like cases with all their Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was the right? guy. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. the type of yeah. kid that basically. Sorry to interrupt, Steve, but like, no, yeah, he's like the type of kid that like people only like him because he has cool stuff. But like, you know, he knows that right. if he didn't have all the cool stuff, like they wouldn't be friends with him. They wouldn't have nothing That's all to do got. with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that he has a whole crew of friends that are just there to hand him things, like to open his like case that holds the power glove or that holds <laughs> yeah. the controllers. God, like, he has yeah. a whole crew. yeah. He's got the posse, and th- that's the same posse that robbed them, right? Like yes. after they is it yeah. Toby Maguire yeah. in that posse? Is he Toby Maguire? Oh, he is. He yeah. makes his first on-screen appearance in this Whoa. movie, but 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 it's not till he he doesn't show up until the Armageddon the um. The video yeah. Armageddon, right? Oh, Armageddon, yeah. 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 
Yeah, there's a very young Toby Maguire in this. Like, and he's man, he's I didn't even recognize him. Kid, like, I gotta like watch friends. it again. Yeah, I think he has yeah, a mullet. Just, yeah, just fast really forward, funny. don't watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah just watch, watch that it. part. <laughs> okay, yeah, but um, speaking of which, uh, Amanda already said it. I pulled a quote. Okay. So th- this is from when they meet Lucas. Here you go. Uh oh. I love the power glove. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. I was dying. I was like, yeah, actually, it is bad. <laughs> oh, piece of but shit. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Oh so we 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 reached that finale. And I guess yeah. this is, I guess, um, uh, the things that I took interest in with the final. Yeah. Um, it's act. fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, that, it's in Universal Studios. Yeah. You were just there too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I see the back lot, and like that, you know, where it's primarily set, like that European village, okay. is um is what they use for the good place. You know? Oh, cool. <laughs> like that. Oh. Yeah, that's the same place. So they right. converted it, and I don't know where that big like town hall is. If they like changed it to um, they might have uh to Harry Potter or something. Oh god. Right. Like, and and yeah, it like the movie basically shows that you can just hop on and off on the on the tour. On the tour tram, yeah. Which is which fun. You, I don't know if the VIPs are allowed to do that, but like we weren't allowed to do that in our yeah. tram. That and... must have been really fun to run around Universal Studios and to run around the King Kong exhibit right. and all, all which that it, stuff. It's just it's gone now. Like that yeah. this movie immortalized it. Yeah, like I, I was looking forward to that on the tour and they've changed it into this like CGI like Kong versus dinosaurs thing, yeah, and it's like 3D, but it's just like I loved being on that bridge with that giant King Kong shaking it. Like, yeah, the practical stuff was cool, right? And yeah, yeah, it was great to see in this movie like what it actually looks like. You know, what King Kong is just only half a torso (laughs) when they get down, (laughs) but the fire is real. Like, I mean, that's those are the best parts of the tour is when there's that fire. Um, you really feel the heat. In, it the in the seventies Kong, it looked like the seventies one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, yeah. I think the Jessica Lang one. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so that that's gone now. But like, at yeah, least this movie immortalized it. Yeah. Um, um. And and speaking of the tour, I pulled one more quote. So this is from when there's a big, uh, I, I guess like fight between Bo Bridges, Christian Slater, and Putnam. I think on the on the tour here you mm. go please sit down and have fun just just sit down and have fun damn it <laughs> i like that guy sit down and oh have God. fun <laughs> oh man that's brilliant oh my God. yeah we, uh, we haven't even mentioned that christian slater's in this movie right yeah he is. He's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think he's kind of underutilized in it Big time. um right and obviously is his next role I feel. Or what did the pump up the volume come after this one? I think um, so. That sounds but right. Yeah. Just based on his age. This is what 87? 89. 89. 89. Oh, okay. So this is after Heather's. Mhm. Right. Yeah. Heather's. Oh man. Yeah, Heather's is yeah. a great movie. Right. And I think that's really where you see like Christian Slater is a star, you know, like yeah. people were saying his performance in that kind of channels like Jack Nicholson. Totally. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, Heather's is 88. Yeah, so a year yeah. before. And then yeah. pump up the volumes, 90. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so right, what a run. Bam. <laughs> I think Three he's in like Star Trek like six Undiscovered Country, which I wasn't a fan of, which is like, what, oh, 91 wow. or 92? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
man, I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, All right, cool. So yeah, we get to to the ending. I, and the thing I always find funny about the ending is that although it's the debut of Super Mario, mm-hmm. Haley and uh, or you know Jenny Lewis and Fred Savage in the crowd are shouting what to do in the game to <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I realized that when I was yeah. rewatching it, and I was like, "What is this shit?" Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's all this hype for a brand yeah. new game. It's like, how do they know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like somehow they knew that the blowing the whistle takes you to the warp. Like mm-hmm. all this. Stuff, oh yeah, you know? the warp thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh right. man. But yeah. So, but I will say the, this movie it does make me want to play video games. There's mm. something th- exciting about watching them all kind of get excited about it. Like even the the Bo Bridges and Christian Slater on their journey, they find themselves. Yeah, he brings it with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like sneaking off. Well, playing, playing the, the game. Ninja Turtles, which is even better. Like that game is right. ridiculously hard. Yeah, <laughs> so. totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I bought my first console, which is a PS2, I got like the PS2 Slim. Oh, nice. So it was perfect for traveling. That's what I would do. Like if yeah. I was staying in a hotel, I could just hook it up to the TV and play my PS2 games, you know? Yeah. Just have awesome. that like kind of flip book with all the discs in it. It yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. It was way yeah. nicer than that thick one when it first came out. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the Slim is like the perfect travel console. And yeah, obviously the, the yeah the library of PS2 games that you can get with it too I, is just, yeah. I would argue yeah. even to this day, it probably still has one of the best libraries oh, like, yeah. of all the consoles. Easy. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like when we were all like locked down, like I started playing the ps2 again i brought back all my games you know yeah, it's, it's just it was so much fun it's wild like how many like actual like fantastic series are are owned by sony like they just own so many like and that's something like i guess it's a totally different topic that microsoft struggles with like what is what is <laughs> what does microsoft have besides like halo and forza like there's like how many other right. like there's not many that microsoft actually owns yeah, I guess they they just have to buy it like they bought Bethesda. They, do. they do, exactly. They have to. It's like yeah. Disney. Like you know what? We're creatively bankrupt, so we're gonna buy right. Pixar yeah. and Lucasfilm, and we're gonna and 20th right. Century Fox because we can't right. figure it out. Yeah. 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 That's it in a nutshell. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, any more thoughts on the Wizard? Um, I think it's. I think it unfortunately feels very much like a movie from the 80s. And there's some movies yeah. that transcend that. Like, it definitely feels dated. When I revisited this, I was like, interesting. Like, this is why I don't rewatch this on a regular basis. Like, the Monster yeah. Squad or the Goonies or some... Or even the NeverEnding Story, like, or the Ghostbusters or, like, things I grew up with that I love from from the 80s. Okay. I don't have anything else to say about it, but Steve, do you have any final thoughts on the wizard? I give it, I, I give it a pretty good. It's a pretty okay. good movie, you know. what I mean, and it's a lot of fun to kind of see where you know how far Jenny Lewis has gone since then. And, <laughs> right, uh, what a career! <laughs> right, and uh, and 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 just you know the one thing that they did nail was that people were going to be excited about video games. And, right, you know, it, it happened. Right, yeah. And then, so four years later, we mm. finally get it. Yeah, Super baby. Mario Brothers movie. Mm. And this was Man. another one that people were really excited about. Um, I like. I don't think I was. I don't think I was hip to know that it that it was not going to deliver what we thought it was going to be. You know, we all wanted it to be 
the the movie that looked like the TV show kind of in a way or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, that's what took me aback. Like just even seeing that poster for the first time, I was like, man, this looks dark. Like, I was just like, yeah, the 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 show is nice and bright and colorful, and it's like they got this blue sheen over them, and then and then yeah, just seeing uh, Dennis Hopper as King Koopa, like in the promotional stuff, I was just like, yeah. what is this? And I'd never seen Blue Velvet at that point yet, so I didn't mm. even know that there was this whole lineage of Dennis Hopper <laughs> leading mm-hmm. up to this movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah. Super Mario 93. Um, I guess he, you, Steve, were, were the right age at this time when it came out. So did you see it in the theater? I know. I actually never saw this movie. I, oh. like, I, like, I think I I heard the blowback from the press and from <laughs> my friends that they were like, this is not a Mario movie. What what are all these tiny-headed dinosaurs and all this stuff? And like, <laughs> yeah. And I heard all the complaints that Mario and Luigi aren't wearing the same, aren't wearing the right colors for like a big chunk of it. Right. Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. totally passed. And so okay. w- watching it recently, this was the first time through. Mm. And I got to say, watching it now, it was the move. Like you kind of, mm. you had to watch it like 30 years too late. To like, to, I don't know, to like enjoy it. Yeah, it's like the reclamation project. Um, oh, kinda. Yeah. You, know, um, you, you, you had to watch it post hype. You know. <laughs> yeah, it all had to die down. So, Amanda, did you see this in the theater when it came out? I didn't, but I did see it as a kid. We rented okay. it, and um, mm. bef- that was before I was unhealthily into movies, and even then, I knew it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing when we were kids. It's like there's just this joy of like, hey, we're watching a movie. It doesn't even matter sometimes what it is, you know. But then, yeah, you can tell like there's a drop off at certain points, you know. For me, I think it was simply like, that's not a freaking Goomba. What the hell is that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so... Oh man! But yeah, yeah, yeah. I also skipped this, and you know, this would have been right in my wheelhouse in terms of like, I guess, the trend of movies that I was going to see in the theater as a kid. Like, right? Um, you know, it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, it was just like all these mm-hmm. kind of darkish like mm-hmm. movies about like our childhood things were coming out around this time. Yep. So. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Like, I I just remember like seeing the poster in the newspaper, and then it just kind of came and went. But I, w- this movie was a bomb, right? Like that's what happened. Yeah. Like they spent a bunch of money on it, and yep. yeah, it didn't make its oh, money yeah. back. Like they, I think it 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 didn't it didn't how much they invested in this it it didn't make up for that. So yeah. it was it was it was a financial failure. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Like I think the budget was like close to fifty million, and they didn't they didn't reach that if I remember correctly. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh it was made by like um uh a directing tandem. I think they were a couple. Yes. Um. Yeah. British too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like they um they had made like some successful music videos, and then like uh one film before this. I can't remember what it was, but. So this was supposed to be their big break, but it actually ended up being a career killer because they never made anything after this. Like, right. Yeah, they, yeah. They've dabbled in, like, I guess some art projects and some short films, but not really anything else. Like My favorite part about that, like, this is um, 
I think we're kind of staying on topic, but like Bob Hoskins and, and mm-hmm. Jagliga Zumo, like they were drunk for most of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think that's like this... my favorite trivia about right. this. Right. And then like, I heard they that were they like, ordered... this is shit. We're getting, yeah. we're getting drunk. <laughs> and they ordered like strippers, right? Yes. On set too. So like oh, you were watching God. this and knowing that, like as opposed to when I was a kid, I was like, oh man, they definitely are fucked up. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I guess, yeah, let, this is, I think, the core of the problem of the film and the, the problem I have with it. <laughs> and I think it's also a problem with a lot of modern, like, IP adaptions that I have is, like, when you get people involved who obviously are talented, but, like, yes. um, they just shit. don't give a shit. No. <laughs> they don't give Harrison a shit. Ford and like, everything he does, he looks like yeah. he doesn't give a shit. But, like, this is, like, another level. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, what's worse now, actually, with the with, because they're still the studios haven't learned anything. They're still giving they like yeah these IPs to people who don't give a shit. Right. But the problem is now there it's coupled with like this arrogance yes. of like no, I'm gonna make it my own thing. Like it's gonna mm-hmm. be new, and it's like well now it doesn't have anything to do with like the original source material. Just make your own thing then. Right. You know. Yeah. I'm I'm basically like, like even, hinting at Lord of even, the Rings. Yeah, even <laughs> Daisy being the princess in this is like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, there's all these bizarre things, and then yeah, I mean, you can just tell that they don't care because of like what they do with the Toad character, right? And yeah, the Toad Goombas, was wild imagine- to me. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about the scene on like Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, which is like my favorite original crew movie, and like mm. the the guy on the um. I think they're on a bus when he was like playing that music and then like Spock like makes him pass out. I was like, that's Toad in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. You're know oh, talking yeah. about, yeah. Yeah, that's the best Star Trek movie, I, I feel. Yeah, yeah, with the whales. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. San but Francisco. Dino Hatton, I was like, this is mm. stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they oh, predicted 9 11, I guess, too. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. What about how they treated Big Bertha, who I oh, think in God. the I, I think in the game is just a big fish, right? I think so. I was like, what the hell is this? But that's yeah. also like, where the hell is Bowser? Like, what is this King yeah. Koopa? Koopa, yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, yeah, coming more from the cartoon. Yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. But yep. again, it's like, yeah, they don't give a shit. Like, they, they just didn't do, yeah, the requisite, like, you know, research, basic research. No, no research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, did they take an, an existing script and try to... F- force it into like a mario movie it almost feels like, like, like yeah because it's so bizarre like mm-hmm. i feel like this would be maybe a little better if it wasn't a mario movie as weird as that right. sounds yeah. exactly yeah exactly yeah it's it's almost like you know it's 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 an early kind of multiverse movie in a weird yeah. way mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. you have full it's f- so funny they lean into like just full guido new york city early 90s <laughs> <Right>. and <laughs> then time. and then yeah and and then it, it, it's kind of an interesting take. You know, it's an insane take, but a, a fun take, I guess, on the Mushroom Kingdom to make right. it, like, n- super gross. <laughs> and, like, and, the, and, and the slime thing? The, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, it's it's more, like, um, cyberpunk, like, inflected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. Um, and actually, I love that. That, that. that was the best part <laughs> to me was, like, yeah. the city. Just seeing mm-hmm. the Koopa city was just Dino like, Hat this is or like... whatever they called it. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the vision <laughs> of that and like, you know, the eating of the um like the lizards and stuff on barbecue sticks. Yeah, instead <laughs> yeah. of like hot dogs uh, and caniches, they have like <laughs> dinosaurs r- on a stick. Right. No halal guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah halal guys. 
Dino hat. For real. Yeah. Can you explain the like what happened here? Like how we got these two worlds? Because they try to explain it. They did. There was a cartoon like before the like in the beginning of the movie that was like so when the dinosaurs were extinct. There yeah. was another. There was like an alternate reality, and then they, these people like evolved from the dinosaurs, and those ones evolved from the monkeys or something. Yeah, like that was <laughs> that was the brilliant beginning. Right. Well, actually, funnily enough, I was on board still at that point. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Daisy yeah. somehow ended up in, uh, in in Brooklyn, even though she evolved from the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Right. With, so. with the psoriasis yeah. oh right. <laughs> right she was dropped off at the orphanage yeah. her mother right. dropped her off yeah yeah, yeah. that's oh, so man. such a funny oh yeah and it was then, ridiculous and then after that scene it cuts to uh to brooklyn right and, mm-hmm. and i think the card the like the like time frame card that appears is like brooklyn now <laughs> not <laughs> not brooklyn 1993 or whatever no. yeah now now yeah yeah, yeah. Really a non-existent Brooklyn now. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a mess. Like, it, it, I oh, mean, yeah. and that root of just, like, them not caring about the the source material. Like, uh, and the thing is with the, that no. city, when they got there, I was still on board. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, I felt like it, it was still in line with, I guess, my soft spot when I mentioned Johnny Mnemonic. Like, I love mm. these kind of... Uh, you know, cyberpunk '90s mm-hmm. sci-fi movies that were just so cheesy. Like, you know, I always have a soft spot. So it brought back those feelings. But you know, talking about like these video game adaptations, because obviously that was the whole thing. And people even forget that that was also the same with Marvel movies at right. that time before the MCU. They were just terrible. They were like they're just yeah. Spawn. So it was the same thing with yeah. Yeah, with video games, we're now, like, entering, like, I guess they're getting better, but, you know, like, uh, they're not, I don't think we've had, like, a, unless you guys want to counterpoint, I don't think there's, like, a masterpiece video game movie. No. Yeah, like, we've got, we no. haven't gotten to that point yet. We're not at that level. No. But we're, we're not there. We're, yeah, no. we're making, we're making. Progress. Yeah, progress, yeah. exactly. I remember so. really liking some, but it was because they got, they were, at least decent. Like I remember, like the first Mortal Kombat mm. was fun enough that and like in like you know it had it had like a techno soundtrack and it was just like <laughs> yeah you'll never forget that theme. <laughs> You're like it has oh, the theme, yeah. so I'm on board. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the theme is great. So yeah, and, and then I liked all the you know I did like you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I that was, yeah, those movies are good. But that movie. yeah yeah same. But that was yeah. already like a, a comic book and uh and media a cartoon. first. Yeah, yeah, there was a cartoon, yeah. 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 Um yeah, actually one I think that I don't know, I haven't seen it in ages, but I remember enjoying it as a kid as a video adaptation. Also because I never played the game and it's it ties to the wizard because that was the first video game that they show is Double Dragon. Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there was a, a movie, I don't know if you guys remember this, with uh, Mark Dacascos and uh, Scott Wolf. From like the early nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Lisa and, Milano was, I think, is in that too, isn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. I yeah, that. yeah. I'm not rewatching Whoa. that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I, I just love the idea that, like, um, in the future, the vision of the future is that you know, oxygen is like such a rare commodity. Yeah, you have to pay to like breathe oxygen. Like you have to go to like a phone booth or like you know one of those. Right. Uh, that doesn't even exist anymore. You know, it's no. like uh, the stall with the phone in it. Um. 
and yeah you just like have to breathe the the air because the airs just become so polluted yeah yep. but yeah that's the only like the detail i remember from that movie now <laughs> is that but yeah i enjoyed the double dragon cartoon as well you know and the yeah obviously the sonic cartoon was great there were actually i don't know if you guys remember that that there were two like versions of the sonic cartoon yeah i do remember that i watched the um, adventures of sonic or whatever it was called Mm. way back when Yeah. yeah yeah so one is like just outwardly like comedic kind of like looney Tunes style but yeah. the other one was like a lot darker. Like it was really it, it tapped into this whole thing of like um Dr. Robotnik destroying the forest where all the animals lived and stuff I mean, that's, and it was on, just, that's like, that's pretty accurate with the games. So Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the the cartoons were great, but it's just mm-hmm. the movies um I guess yeah because it's just uh I mean, copying the aesthetic was just so difficult. Yeah. But what were you going to say, Amanda? I was going to say, I think, like, maybe the difference now is that, like, you know, people our age that actually played these games are now in positions of, you know, decision-making with these movies, Mm -hmm. where now they can actually have that input, whereas before it was like, oh, these are for children, and it looks like it's this, so let's just whatever, like, just, you know, that's (laughs) kind of the feeling I get from it, that now it's just, you know, we're we're becoming the older people that actually... That actually right. played these things, and we've actually yeah. know what they are. So now, you know, Sonic, you know, two is not a shitty movie, and right. now Detective Pikachu is actually like fun and cute for what it is. And, exactly, you know, yeah. so now these things are actually what they should be versus you know mm-hmm. what we think they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even admired how like um, uh, who's David the uh, Bowie's son? Yeah. Um. Duncan Jones, like, he was, like, lofty with his, like, ambitions for the World of Warcraft movie. I never saw it, but, like, right. I liked that he was aiming that high, mm-hmm. you know? Right, um, right. So, yeah, we're, we're getting there. But it's just, yeah, I think the fundamental problem still with video game adaptations is, you know, what uh, people frown uh, down on, like, that idea of, like, you have to, you know, the stages basically yeah. like, you have to get past this to get to the next stage and then all right. of that and just, like, you know how predictable that kind of structure can be and you know us being gamers we know that the fun is basically in us like doing it in our own way like right. going at our own pace and you know yeah. enjoying it the way we want to whereas you know with the movie you're locked into this story so yeah. then when when these avenues of like options are narrowed down yeah, that's when it, it starts to look terrible because it's just like it's following a pattern that's predictable and, you know, you know where it's going. Right. Mm. That's why I, I don't think they could do like a Mass Effect or a Bioshock movie. I right. really don't. Or like even, you know, Dead Space. Like I had that conversation with somebody recently. I was like, that's Event Horizon and Event Horizon's good. So like, right. don't touch mm. it. Like, yeah. Funny. It's the same director as the Mortal Kombat movie, too, the, the first <laughs> <Right>. one. <laughs> yeah. So well, like, that was you know, yeah. I, 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 and also, like, we're dealing with, too, at this point in time, like, in 2023, video games make more money than, than Hollywood does. Like, right. it's a bigger industry, so do they Well, yeah, to, they they're, they're charging, like, 70 bucks a pop. Right, they don't <laughs> you know, need to it's be movies, a... it's the reverse now. Right, it's so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then all the, the microtransactions that they've added to, to right. games, too, is just... Yeah. They just release yeah. games that are totally incomplete, and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you spend another $30 in order to, to do right. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we are. So I was looking through the Mario trivia for the movie. Okay. Mm. Uh, I only got two. Uh, 
that before Bob Hoskins was cast, Danny DeVito was attached, oh, I guess. Okay. That would be fine. That would be interesting. Yeah. And that um Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Luigi, but the <laughs> failures of Turner and Hooch and Joe versus the Volcano led the studio to believe Hanks was no longer a box office draw. Oh well, man. They were definitely right on that one. That's yeah, amazing. <laughs> there was another That's one funny. though. Because you, I think the the nail, well, it could have been the nail in the coffin for Tom Hanks, but it didn't. It was a bonfire of the vanities. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a huge bomb. And there's a there's a when great book Philadelphia? about. Oh, that was ninety four. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that 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 was the part Eight. of like his kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was the rising because yeah, he, that was the back to back. You know, he he won with Philadelphia yeah. and then won with Forrest Gump yeah. the next year. I really so, like Forrest so, Gump. Sorry. Oh, it was ninety three. It was oh the, wow that's amazing so Philadelphia came out ninety three same oh. year as Mario so like oh right yeah Forrest Gump was ninety four so that's pretty funny that they passed on Hanks and then they see him win the Oscar jeez um, sucks for them <laughs> yeah. like yeah how different would the movie have been if with De- Danny DeVito and Tom Hanks I right it might have it might achieve an even greater cult status than yeah it yeah. Now, frankly yeah absolutely God. Opposite yeah. Dennis Hopper? Good Lord. Yeah. And um, I pulled one quote from the movie that I think kind of summarizes the ineptness in the writing. So, so, <laughs> so this is when they are in the tunnels searching for Daisy after she's been kidnapped. And it's um, basically Mar- uh, the, Bob Hoskins is going to like say one thing and then the opposite happens. Here, here you yeah. go. No! Let's go this way! No, it's this way. That's the echo. How do you know? I've been listening to pipes all my life. Come on. Okay, come on. Luigi, this is a mistake. It's a dead end. Come on, let's turn back. <laughs> so he leads him one way and then corrects himself and almost like puts it on Luigi. So yeah. It's right. even better knowing he's probably drunk. <laughs> yeah, and that, uh, that last makes more line. Sense now. Yeah. Yeah, his his British accent is kind of creeping through too. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh man. Oh, okay. Bob Hoskins, R.I.P. God bless <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other thing that I noticed was when they finally get to the end of the movie, the first credit is the Rosette song "Almost Unreal." Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, even the people putting the credits together like are, were really struggling and didn't give a shit, which was wild. Mm. But the cast is crazy. Like, they got like. To play Iggy and Spike, like those actors are oh, recognizable. Yes. Yeah, yeah and uh, Richard Edson. I'm a big fan of Richard Edson. Yeah. It's it, actually it's Richard Edson and Fisher Stevens. Fisher mm-hmm. Stevens, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like in succession right now. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, but yeah, Richard Edson was great. Like he had a great run too, because you know he started in Stranger Than Paradise, in, mm-hmm. you know the Jim Jarmusch movie, and yeah. then yeah. Um, it's a great movie. He was in Do the Right Thing, and. Yep. Uh, Good morning Vietnam. Like yeah, he had quite a career. Yeah. 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 And and just want to note that, you know, d- it it did seem like Dennis Hopper gave it his best. Like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> it's almost like he doesn't know what movie he's in when you watch it. Yeah. Right. I I think when he got to the 90s he was just having fun cuz I mean, you yeah. know, the yeah. next movie he made after this was Speed. So we're very much in yeah. fuck it mode, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's so awesome. he was just enjoying himself with the the gelled cornrows. 
Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was wild. I forgot about that, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this, this de-evolution <laughs> scene is wilder than I remember." <laughs> right, the de-evolution. The, yeah, what's that thing called? The de-evolver Evolver yeah. or something? Yeah, and it's like a gun right. At the end, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and man, yeah. What's just... wild to me is like when they turn the guy into the monkey, and then instead of the crowd freaking out, they all just start laughing. Like, what was that about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a movie that you can only enjoy now that there's another Mario movie. That's true because right. you're not like sad and depressed that this is the Mario movie, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, um, I, yeah, I mean, that's the only reason why I revisited it was because right. of this new one that came out. Like, I was right. just like, okay, let's go back, let's let's check it out, and you know, um, I guess this is something I want to tap into too with the. You know, there's this whole trend of like reclaiming bad movies from the past, mm-hmm. and you know I've been guilty of reclaiming some of them, but like it's a genuine love. But I, sometimes I feel like some certain people it's performative. It like is. they say, like yeah, oh yeah, no, this is actually a good movie, and it's like no, it isn't. It's actually terrible. It's still yeah. terrible. It doesn't hold up. It's like I know yeah. nostalgia is a thing, but like you know, mm-hmm. you're letting your emotions kind of you know <laughs> right overtake yeah. what yeah. it yeah. actually is and it's okay that you like it but like it's not good so just stop it like <laughs> right like it's it, it's it's kind of like you know i've had conversations about people with you know what what actually is art and, and you know why macaroni art wouldn't be like in moma or the met or something and it's like well because it isn't good and there's like rules and laws that art has to abide by <laughs> right and like and this is legitimate like in this example this mario movie like i think it would be better if it wasn't actually a mario movie like it would might be maybe mm-hmm. a little more interesting but it's, yeah. regardless, it's not good. Like yeah. it just does I, some different things, is all. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is a crazy idea that like there's a splinter universe where yeah. the dinosaurs evolved into these things, <laughs> but they're aware of the other universe where the other universe has better food, and yeah. they want to like invade so they can have uh, better resources. It's yeah. bizarre. Like yeah. just move. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. hop in the pipe and move. Like, <laughs> Jordan Peele was definitely taking notes for us. Oh, God, for, that, for that movie's an issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I will just say, just going back to the the um, the um reclamation of bad movies, I think the best litmus test is actually just to find out what that person's taste is and what their reference points are. You right. know, like, that's how you know. It's like, okay, they're being sincere about this. Like, you know, if their reference points are, well, they actually like other bad movies too, then... You know, or like the most basic shit, like La La Land sure. or something. Then it's like, oh, oh okay, that's where, you're, that's where you're sure. coming from. Where you think Ryan Johnson and Damien Chazelle are, you know, like great artists. <laughs> they are auteurs, Carlos. Yeah, they're auteurs or Wes Anderson. You know, like that. Yeah. It, it, Wes Anderson's Lord of the Rings, which is on Twitter right now. That's ridiculous. Oh, awful, awful. Like, just stop, please. Star stop. Wars, yeah, just stop. <laughs> All of these. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that that's really it. Like, there's just cool. some movies that are were bad then, and they're still bad now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will also just say though, just one of the the few things that like piqued my interest was um in a weird like subplot kind of way is that uh you know when Daisy is like kidnapped, there's all these other women that were kidnapped too. Yeah, and like yeah. Uh, none of them are Peach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and one of them is Mario's uh, uh, girlfriend. Uh, I think her name is like Angelica. Oh yeah, and Mario's yeah, girlfriend that... Angelica in all the games. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, is that is that a thing? I no, that. it's not a thing. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay, you're no. Okay, Angelica, I was like, hey, yeah, I've never played Angelica the game. Mario, yeah. Angelica Mario, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know what it is about her that actress uh, Desiree uh, Marie Velez. Like, I don't think she, yeah. I've seen her in anything else, but like, she really stood out to me. I was like, man, she should have been Peach sure. or Daisy, you know. Instead of, I mean, Samantha Math. Mathis can hold her own, but it's just like I don't know. She yeah. she was definitely more appealing to me. Like just she had more sure. of a presence. I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how yeah. how all the kidnapped women were just like pretty calm and chilling about it, and just kind of like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, yeah. why are you like like they, they weren't like totally freaked out that they were in another dimension being held captive? Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it's very you know damsel in distress. <laughs> bimbo thing it's yeah it's uh (laughs) it's actually more in line with the original like quote-unquote um nintendo princess pauline that was in like the original donkey kong game (laughs) (laughs) yeah that wasn't daisy or peach it was pauline (laughs) yeah again yeah it's just that they're not paying attention to the source material they just don't care yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all right well you know i guess they paid for it equivalent you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's pretty wild that so you you get two movies that, that you know involve Mario in f- within four years. Yep. And then when then we have to wait, what is it? Thirty? Yeah. It's thirty years to the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the year. Yeah. 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 Before we get the new one, and I think like yeah, I guess now we're segueing into Super Mario Brothers that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things had to happen for it to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that aren't even related to video game adaptations. I feel like you know there, there had to be like technology that um allowed it to happen. Like you know they they couldn't really make another live action Mario movie. It was just gonna be a disaster. <laughs> um, and uh, it it would probably look like those SNL things. Like I I I don't know if you guys remember um mm. to tie in with um when the Mario movie came out recently that uh, Pedro um. Uh, Pascal did like a serious version of it, uh, mm. like as if it's like an HBO like drama. Like I guess talking about video game adaptations, The Last of Us TV show too is like kind of a standout. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, it's just like I would imagine that's what it would look like if people <laughs> attempted to do the live action. And then yeah, I mean, video game related. Obviously, I think um, Sonic, the first Sonic movie, really paved the way you know like that was just a, such After a they change what he looked like yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> like they admitted their mistake and you know and, and that's one of the few benefits of i think social media that they got roasted for that um but yeah so now yeah. we have it um and it yeah it's just uh, uh i don't know if you guys heard uh a shout uh everything's okay here it is. This is actually video okay. game related. This is Are my, sure my uncle getting like, frustrated. Told to say that? <laughs> no, no, okay. No. Blink twice. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, no, my uncle, he, he's actually playing Jedi Survivor right now <laughs> and getting oh, frustrated shit. by a certain boss that apparently oh. is like one of the hardest bosses in, in oh, video damn. games, not just like in this game, apparently. Like this kind of oh, damn. I need to lizard play that. creature. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, it looks great. Like, I mean, you know... Uh, just going back to like you know how disney has been squandering like you know the ip yeah, of star wars the video games are doing really well mm. like Good. and the uh, yeah jedi survivor just watching him play it 
Like, the world just looks incredible. Like, it starts off in, nice. like, a kind of an underground city that looks kind of cyberpunky as well, but it goes out mm. of that world, too. And, like, you get, like, the desert landscapes, and then you also get, like, cool. you know, um, outposts, you know, and stuff like that that feels, like, in the, rooted in that world of Star Wars. So, oh, nice. you know, that's what you get when you, you get people who care about the IP, mm-hmm. you know, and love it. And, you know, it pours through the work, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of these Mario movies we're talking about. It seems like that's a big difference right. there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what what are your thoughts, guys, on uh, Super Mario Brothers 2023? I'll take this one. Okay, um, go ahead. My, my, my main takeaway is, yay, y- you did it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, it's it's definitely so. This one is for the it's for it's family friendly. It's kid friendly. Mm-hmm. There's not a real there's not a lot of real umph in the plot. You know, it's like yeah, it just kind of gets you through the world A to B, introduces you to all the characters. Um, so yeah, that's my main takeaway. It's like you know, it was like the the '93 version was like overly for adults and not for and but marketed to kids yeah and i feel like this one is it's marketed to kids but the adults are going to see it yes (laughs) and it moves faster like because the 93 one is like slow as hell like i'm not gonna lie i struggled rewatching that (laughs) like Mm. like i really struggled to get through it yeah i was like this is two hours good lord like (laughs) right (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean it's funny too because they compare that like how it um uh, the beat, the opening beats of both movies are similar, uh, you know, save for that prologue. Yeah. But you know, it's like the commercial, the way it starts, and then the, they have to fix this plumbing problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and just like you know, they invested so much in the commercial, and then they pay tribute to it with the van, right? As well. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it feels right. Yeah. That's really the whole thing about it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean. Overall, that's really it. Like, it's kind of an origin story as well. So, like, it's setting the table for the second one. So, for they, sequels, yeah, yeah, and for the second one, it really has to, like, I think, take some risks. I think for it to be really good. Otherwise, it's just gonna be by the numbers, and then all the goodwill is gonna be gone, which is what we we get a lot these days. We'll have like a surprising first mm-hmm. movie, and then the sequel, it kind of like all that goodwill just disappears, and yeah. then. You know, I mean, I kind of felt that way with with Sonic Two. Actually, I was just like, it, it, it was kind of forgettable after. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like I I definitely enjoyed it. I had lots of fun with with uh, Mario twenty twenty three. Um, yeah, they they got the colors right. I thought that was great. And um, mm-hmm. is the denim yeah. thing a new thing that they added with the overalls? Like, they kind of they had like the the yeah, kind of like. A lot of the yeah, newer games I, have that. I think that I think they've always been there, but you just couldn't see it well in the older graphics. I think. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, and so they replaced the yellow buttons. Um, we now get more stitching on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did you guys think about like the voice talents? I mean, I think that's one of the the, the high points. I didn't have the issue that the internet did. Yeah, yeah. I thought they kind mm-hmm. of nailed it with the voice talent, um, especially obviously Jack Black and Charlie Day. Uh, <laughs> you know, just such iconic voices to start with. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, basically, it's 
Bowser as Jack Black. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you can tell it, it's basically Literally. Jack Black. That is. Uh, yeah, and and people love the the Peaches um uh like song as well. That's like become a hit mm-hmm. for people. <laughs> I I thought it was okay. Yeah. Like I wasn't yeah. really. <laughs> I I think fine. out of all exactly. the the voice actors, right. Yeah, the most surprising was um uh because they kind of manipulated his voice to sound different was um uh Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then Sebastian Maniscalco, they had they have him listed as Spike. I don't right. remember Spike talking much, but yeah, I mean, I I guess I wasn't really overly paying attention to Spike there. Right, yeah, he he basically has that one scene at the beginning where um mm-hmm. he eats that one slice out of the whole pie and then he leaves. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, so like I know there was a lot of scuttlebutt about the Italian accents and all this right. stuff, but I don't know. I I love that stuff. I like I I like that Mario and Luigi are from this like Italian family that like. And they really lean into the accents with everybody. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the family scene was great. Like the whole, like even just the detail of like they're so busy talking that they can't even pay attention to feeding grandpa. That was <laughs> way like better that. I love like all the, of that. Stuff. Yeah, it's way better than ninety three movie where their last names are Mario and that like Mario is Bob Hoskins <laughs> is like found Luigi like John Leguizamo and is like raising him like <laughs> that whole family yeah. dynamic was a hundred <laughs> times better. That was just awkward as hell. Like so, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like the the yeah the the New York thing of like they're this Italian family that's all like under one roof in a cramped yeah. apartment you in know? Brooklyn. Yep. Yeah. 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 It, it, I think it definitely got that right, and then you know they 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 put in all these Easter eggs Big time. in the movie. There's that, a ton. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, even just the the guy playing. Is he playing Donkey Kong at the beginning? Um yeah. the jump man guy. Well actually, yeah, the yeah. um the jump man character, yeah, that's from the um the uh the the uh what's it called? Uh yeah, the original Donkey Kong. There's even Mario in his room playing like Kid Icarus from like the Nintendo. Um there's wow. like a there's, mm-hmm. there's the Star Fox like R Wing on top of his television. And he's got like posters from like, oh, Ice nice. Climbers posters of like the the baseball game on nintendo cool. like there's a freaking ton of like easter eggs in this for people that are like had the original nintendo um i think mm-hmm. like even um what was it like the the pizza place is named like punch out pizza from like the right yeah, punch Mike out Tyson. Game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah punch out pizzeria yeah yeah, and yeah then, that's brilliant yeah there's um what else is there like i was i was like kind of like totally nerding over it uh there's uh the the wrecking crew uh the the, the 83 mm. or 84 mm-hmm. uh, nest game there's uh spike like who who makes fun yeah. of them for starting their own business like he was the bad guy <laughs> right. in the wrecking crew video game like so there's like just like a ton of stuff in this there's the donkey kong rap well like when mario actually battles donkey kong like so yeah, yeah this is totally like layered for like the parents right. or people that actually played the original nintendo games like there's tons of stuff like that in this which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I think my favorite Easter egg of them all is the one that's kind of hiding in plain sight, which is the the score. Yes, you know, because it basically yeah. like uses all the themes that you recognize from the games, but right. like in an orchestral way and more cinematic. Yep. And like I thought that was brilliant, you know, just using that, and then you know when we finally get to the finale with the superstar, it's just like it really hammers it home. Yeah. 
And I loved when, like, every once in a while, it would the the it would change to like a a two D platforming <laughs> when they were mm, um, going yeah. alongside, like you know, yeah. brownstones in, in Brooklyn, or if they were in the Toadstool Kingdom and they were kind of climbing up to get to the top, and it would just move to that two D platforming. I was like, oh, this is great! Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Um, so, right, yeah, little yeah. touches like that, I I, I loved because it, it knew what it was. Yeah. 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 And they didn't have to explain, you know, the mystery boxes floating and they didn't right. have to explain, you know, all, all that stuff. It's like you, yep. you just kind of get, okay, this exists in this world. Go for it. Yep. Um, exactly. Right. Yeah. Just a, a weird, like, tie into with the wizard and Super Mario that I, I just remembered right now is, you know, in Universal Studios is Super Mario World. Yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. the newest part of the park that they opened. I also went there recently. Oh, cool. And yeah, it's. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is really it? is. Like they really, yeah, they did a great job with it. I mean, nice. I wish there were more things to to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to see. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's only really one main ride there. It's the the Mario Kart ride, and like okay. it's it's such a ridiculous wait time. Like you have to wait like almost three hours. Oh, I'm sure to get to that ride. That sounds like yeah. It. So if you yeah. you're yeah if you're planning your day there, you gotta like do that first. Like that, you gotta head straight to Super Mario World. But yeah, they did a great job like recreating the the bricks and like, you know, um there's this thing where you can buy like a wristband and then you can like, you know, hit up the bricks and it makes the sound and, mm. you know. And it's just a, re- a really nice like uh, part of the park I think that they've added. That's cool. Um yeah, so um yeah, it's a nice tie-in cuz obviously they they opened it just before the movie. Oh yeah, the cafe too, you can't really get into that cuz the reservations like also book up so maybe i missed that part oh, sounds <laughs> that great. you can't been... do anything <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything is the line ride which was like a south park right episode. yeah yeah that's the sad <laughs> part about it you know yeah um yeah. but uh but yeah universal studios i mean they're clearly cashing in on this and it's funny because the original yeah. like in the 93 mario i think was a disney production i think so you know mm. so yeah 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 disney doesn't right. need anything else yeah. No, nah. <laughs> and on. yeah, they clearly squandered it. So seriously, big time. Yeah, yeah, they squander everything. Just yeah, yeah. My current <laughs> feelings. Like yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I'm just uh, yeah. I, I there there isn't any project that they've done um, that I'm I'm looking forward to. Like, no, it's just yeah. You're not. You yeah. don't want to see the Little Mermaid. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's like one of those things. Like every clip that they drop, it keeps getting worse. Right. Um, right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks yeah. so bad. Yeah. When are they gonna write the ship with that? Um, uh, I don't yeah. know. I never. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Well, Super Mario Brothers twenty three. I think you know <laughs> it's it's a fun movie. It is. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. They they got it right. They got the tone right. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the sequel potential mm. like like you're saying you know like they haven't done the underwater worlds and they haven't no. done like the sky areas and and, and yeah. the other bosses and i think bowser's right. still alive and wario is somewhere out there yeah um, and i mean so, yeah. obviously you know most like most modern movies there's a post-credit sequence did you guys stay for that the i didn't scene, i was like i'll watch this tease. online no i knew it was the <laughs> so, but yoshi yeah but you know what it was yeah yeah but it, it's just weird to see that like post-credit scene as if like we haven't seen yoshi's like right. you know because there's that part when they're when he meets toad and they're walking through the landscape 
And then, uh, like yeah, there's emotions. that herd. Yeah. Yeah, walk past. I'm like, is this really a surprise (laughs) that we're heading in this direction? It is for your grandma. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I guess. Oh, what is that? Yeah, Yeah, what is that egg? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, with the success of this, this means that they're probably gonna. I mean, they're probably gonna do a whole Nintendo multiverse. If I had to guess, like, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. This means they're gonna do Zelda movies, like, and and they might do Metroid at some point, which would blow my mind and probably be horrendous. Yeah, sci-fi. Let's go. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'm cautiously optimistic (laughs) Mm. because you know as. As much as I was like, I'm and just talking about me with this movie. Like, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw Miyamoto like in some Nintendo Direct talking about this, like I did get teary eyed because I was like, oh my Aww. god, they're actually, it's happening. Like they're actually lovingly mm-hmm. doing something that is, um, you know, a part of who I am, and I love these games. And oh my god, it actually doesn't look like shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look horrendous. Like they're doing it. And um, especially that Rainbow Road sequence in this movie, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yes. Like this. Oh man! Holy yeah, we shit. didn't even talk about that. I mean, yeah, the yeah thunderstruck when they're like customizing their cars. I love that. Like, I was like, yeah. "Is this just me with like like empty nostalgia?" But I was like, "Holy shit! They're making right. their carts. Like this is wild. Like yeah, like um, glorious. Yeah. yeah. So um, I mean." I, I wouldn't say this is a great movie, but it definitely does a no. lot of things right, and they understand the yeah. games. And so, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about like what else they could do because Nintendo Same. has like a ton of amazing IPs that they could dive into and do maybe right. do something as good as 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 Marvel with what they did with them with the the um the multiverse, yeah. which I feel even though I I liked Guardians of the Galaxy three, I think they're at their end. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt too. Yeah. Like when I, I, that was in the back of my mind too. When talking about Disney, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that that was the only thing that I've really enjoyed from them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Recently, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I could have mentioned that actually in my uh, uh, appetizer. Right, and it could be, it could be because like they're they're losing all of their, you know, I guess what people would think are our tours these days. Like now, like James Gunn is gone. Right. Like, what do they have left at this point? Like. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is maybe we're transitioning now into video game movies actually being good and that being the big thing. Like, that's what this kind of says to me. And then, like, The Last of Us actually being a good <laughs> um, version right, of true. those games. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's happening now. And then, you know, just with people, I guess, our age, um, actually who've played these things now having a say in how they're made. So they're not entirely shit. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're transitioning to that. So. I'm cautionally optimistic about like, oh my god, are they gonna do a Star Fox game, like a movie? Or are they gonna do like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> like, it could be cool, right? Like, so it's a whole yeah. other world, yeah. Absolutely. yeah, yeah. So that'd be nice. Um, yeah, Steve, is there any video game you would like to um be adapted into a movie? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm definitely partial to Zelda. Yeah. Okay. So like, I cool. I could see that world lending itself and being really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it can be done because the spinoff of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was um, the Zelda sh- uh, cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and I, I like that too. And then also there was a Yoshi spinoff yep. from the show. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. yeah, and I love how the, the seasons of the show progressed like the games did, you know, so it would be Super Mario Brothers 3 and then, you know, they would introduce like the raccoon 
and yeah. the, the leaves mm-hmm. you know so yeah like that, that that was great with the show so i think if they <laughs> uh hopefully whoever's in charge of it like saw the zelda um tv show the cartoon they'll they'll have like a good you yeah. know basis right to there. jump off they'll from. Be like we're gonna do kirby yeah. movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly kirby would be great it would be great uh i yeah i mean i don't I guess if I had to pick like one Nintendo property I'd like to see them do a movie on is um because uh, it lends itself to it's open enough is uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> even just doing a movie about like Wilbur, you know, flying people to their you different worlds. <laughs> you could do like literally like a sitcom with these animals in their houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could do like an Everybody yeah. Loves Raymond, but it's like Animal Crossing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's brilliant. You know. Yeah. And then with the whole like customization aspect of it, right. of, like you know they have like their their own like artwork on the walls and stuff like yeah and you don't you don't talk to that one and they move and they leave like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there you go yeah that yeah. would be yeah multi-season show <laughs> yeah my god yeah, animal crossing the tv show please don't listen to this nintendo <laughs> right <laughs> All right, so I guess we, um, if we don't have anything else to say about Super Mario Bros. 23, we usually sure. end the show with uh, suggesting a wine pairing. Mm. So what would you guys pair with Super Mario Bros. 2023? Mm. Yeah, I haven't thought about this. So, yeah. So it's a, yeah, the idea is it, it can be something that's similar, but also if you want to go out, opposite to kind of balance yeah. the palette that's what i did right destination wedding to pair with yeah. uh john wick 4 destination wedding is so good i wish more people saw oh that. you like that too i oh, love that awesome, movie man. that movie's yeah great. i don't think enough people champion that oh man no uh, mark kessler and i talk about the... it sometimes like on okay we'll, yeah. we'll do we'll do a foursome episode we'll include martin and you oh, and we'll tight. do this destination tight. wedding it's episode cool. it's so <laughs> darkly oh humorous god. why haven't more people seen that like, i know it's jerks. so good yeah oh my god all okay. right yeah so okay. yeah we'll definitely talk about that and nice what is it aphrodite's uh <laughs> yeah uh what is it triangle sure why not god yeah. <laughs> that's good all right oh man all right thank you for vamping okay i think i got it I'm gonna <laughs> okay go okay resident evil Ooh, damn yeah. that's another thing to have martin yeah. on for he loves those <laughs> yeah 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 he does but I, yeah. yeah since we have you amando can oh, we shit. ask how do you feel about the resident evil <laughs> movies um they're movies <laughs> <laughs> i i love resident evil for the game um mm. but and resident yeah, the, evil 2 is great but the movies right eh, i don't know i'm good yeah <laughs> yeah, they did a remake recently, right, of the, yeah. the game yeah. of four, and it looks great. Yeah, from what I've been watching, like yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, I still think my favorite remake is Resident Evil Two. Um, yeah, but that one's dope. It is, yeah. But four is a classic. Um, I haven't right. played. Yeah, I haven't played the new remake. I feel like they've remade it like five million times. Um, yeah. <laughs> but four is like you have to play it if you're into games, especially survival horror stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a classic. Um, but no, I'm not a big fan of the movies. Maybe I just need to revisit them. Maybe it was a bad time, and I get that they're silly, cheesy, different from the games. Right. They do their own thing. Um, the different uh, Anderson <laughs> director. Yeah. WS. <laughs> exactly. WS. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I see why Martin does love them. Um, so I probably mm-hmm. need to revisit it. But they're very different from the games. <laughs> so right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I guess that that is the question with these video game adaptations is yeah. uh you know that kind of towing the line of whether you want something that's completely original and right. brand new or like 
has a different take on it or do you want something that's loyal yeah and you know still like pays tribute to it and respects the original right you know um yeah i mean i guess my pairing is kind of more of an obvious one Mm. it's um it's the lego movie oh shit uh (laughs) you know yeah chris also with the voice talent of chris pratt and you know uh even though it, it it i mean this was like an incredible technical achievement i think that they made it look like stop motion when it's all cgi mm. you know it it feels like lego like it feels like solid lego and you know i'm i think i've alluded to this in the pa- in past episodes that i'm a big lego fan so um that's yeah that's another hobby. one where <laughs> it is yeah yeah i mean actually i went crazy during the pandemic um oh, God. because there's just nothing else to do so i was like building a, a bunch of sets oh, but yeah. i got That's addicted cool. to like um you know doing like offer up in facebook marketplace and just like finding like these moms who are getting rid of their kids lego sets and selling yeah, they them have no cheap. idea what they're selling yeah right exactly yeah. they don't know the value of these sets so no. like, oh yeah he's <laughs> My son just outgrew it, and I was like, "Okay, all right, thirty bucks. Yeah. Here you go. I'll uh, take your Star yeah. Destroyer for thirty dollars." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, those Star Wars sets are yes, ridiculously expensive for real. But um, yeah, but yeah, the Lego Movie. You know, that was the movie where I I think it's also just it's a curious one-off in that sense. Uh, you know, the sequel is forgettable, but also right. that it got that tone right. That it's like aware mm. enough that it's like hey we're doing this blatant product placement movie <laughs> yeah uh but at the same time like you had a great heart you know great sense of humor and clearly the the makers love lego yeah um and yeah uh it's just yeah i think this is what th- the mario movie should or at least the sequel should aspire to is try to reach yeah i think the the lego movie really set that gold standard yeah and yeah, all the other spinoffs like have shown that it, it's really hard to pull off because you know mm-hmm. the Ninjago movie wasn't that good. And how was Lego uh, Batman? I didn't see that one. I heard people say that was good. It was all right. Yeah. You know, it's enjoyable, but it's just not the same. Like okay. I mean, you know, the the trailers for the Lego Batman movie were amazing. Right. Like it, it picked all the best parts, and you know, like uh, it just really captured. You know, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Will. Uh, I'm blanking on his last name. Will. Arnett. Sorry. He, yeah, Will Arnett. Yeah, it's like he he hosts the Lego uh, Master Show. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. but um, but yeah, it, it's great. Like all the lobster the thermidor. Great. Like the Lego games are great. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been mm-hmm. hearing that, and there's another one that's coming out, right? It's like two K. Yeah. There's uh, there's, um, there's yeah. actually one that's like really like a Grand Theft Auto, Lego City Undercover. <laughs> Oh wow! It's like Lego Grand Theft Auto, but obviously mine okay. is still like you know picking up the hooker thing. But like, <laughs> <laughs> which I was yeah, like, that'd I, be great if that was in this. That'd be so funny. But no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Lego yeah, City Undercover. It, that move. That that game. Oh, I've I've never even heard of it. I gotta check this yeah, out. Yeah, it was on yeah, the like, Wii U, and it's on um, and then they ported it to Switch, and um, okay, it's cool. Oh, uh, I think I I. I I gotta get a switch now. Do you do? And then the the Star Wars ones, like the the um the Skywalker saga. So like when George mm. had to say, basically those are really good. And then the, right, those are great. Is the Indiana Jones one any good? The, I played the Indiana Jones one on the Xbox 360. So oh wow, that one was, so that was a while ago. That one was great. So okay. if they're like that one, yeah. I mean they're not difficult by any means, and they're like collectathons. Yeah, I mean, they're for kids. Yeah, yeah. but they're silly <laughs> right. and they're fun. Like they're just totally right. fun and just a great a great way to. Just kind of relax and chill out. So yeah, so that's 
Lego City Undercover, you said? For real, that is literally Grand Theft Auto out of Legos. It is great. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's there's also a Simpsons game that's also a Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that one. Run, which is another great PS2 (laughs) classic. Dude, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Um, incredible. Yeah. All right. Okay, so I think we made it. (laughs) Yeah, we did (laughs) it. To the end. Yeah, Yeah. we did. And if, um, if Amanda, if we have a little more time, we have one more segment if you got a little more time sure it's a little trivia game we have prepared known as perfect the game the game don't blow it the game amanda you are an expert in movies from all kinds of ages we have prepared a short game for you (laughs) i don't know if you've ever heard the way that this game works um we have three movies for you uh-huh. um you're gonna try to try to guess the title with each movie there's seven clues if you get the movie on the first clue you get seven points you get on the next clue six points so on down the clues are going to be year and genre actors in the movie taglines directors etc mm-hmm. um so perfect score is gonna be 21 we say if you get a 12 you did really great okay okay uh, okay all right and then oh and and you get to pick the background music so do you want to listen to crash over the garden wall snake in the eagle's shadow or i think i have predator in here too. i'll go with predator <laughs> all right let's go <laughs> let's go find the predator. alan silvestri yeah there okay. it is okay predator <laughs> brilliant. Okay. all right <laughs> your first cl- your first film yeah. is a 2001 comedy drama 2001 comedy drama. Yeah. Do you have a guess? What? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first clue. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, it gets more specific as it goes along. Ghost World? Correct! What? Yeah, oh for my God. seven you guys points. Won. This movie oh, wow. is How did I guess Ghost that? World. There's no way. That's incredible. There's Call no way. Drama 2001. You're messing with me. Wow. There's no way. You are rocking and rolling. Okay. Oh, wow. All right, we're we, just going to leave we, now then. <laughs> yeah, this, this is She's amazing. already won. Okay. I'm done. Seven won. points right out the okay. gate. <laughs> Your second movie for seven points is a 2006 biography, drama, history, romance. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's yep. it. Bio, drama, history, romance. You got Ghost World in one. <laughs> I, I don't believe that for a second. I think you guys just gave that to me. <laughs> well, Steve, you should mention to her too that the the three movies are connected somehow. Oh, so, right. So, so yeah, there's so, like a so, theme. There's usually a theme here, and so yeah. you know we um yeah we pulled a theme here. So here, so okay, let's give you Predator by, again biography drama movie history romance history romance oh yeah. god goya's ghosts okay for six points <laughs> molly shannon is in this movie for six points molly shannon is in this movie again it's a 2006 biography drama history romance. oh marie antoinette correct Ooh, oh, baby. Okay. That would be great. Points, I'm Marie a big fan of this Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we got Ghost World. We got Marie Antoinette. Maybe you're picking up on a little bit of a theme here. 
Um, so you're you're already at a 13. Oh, so hey, wow. way to go! You're Call already past the average. And just so you know, the top <laughs> score w- it was Kai who invented this game um, on his that, podcast. The, that's the, the sure. Man I love, <laughs> the Man I Love Films podcast. Yeah. He got a 16. Oh. So okay. all you have to do is get a couple more points. Here we no go. Pressure. I think I, I think yeah. I think you, you'll do it. Yeah. Your last film for seven points uh-huh. is is a 1950. Ooh. Crime, drama, film noir, thriller. Is that it? That seems like right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> but there's right. a lot of those in that era, so <laughs> like you're not helping me. Uh... Crap, film 1950. noir. Ghost World, Marie Antoinette in this movie. This is a 1950. Wait, it has to do with Marie Antoinette? No, I'm just listing the movies that 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 you've gotten so far yeah Uh, you said crime drama film noir thriller Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, 1950 can i can i have a clue with who's in it or is that a no that would be the Uh, next it it moves on so women on the run (laughs) for seven points it's woman on the run what (laughs) that is crazy i can't believe it (laughs) She got two in one. I love that movie. <laughs> you guys are messing with I've me. I've never even heard of this movie. What? Is... <laughs> no. Th- so no. yeah, I pulled. Well, yeah, I pulled movies from your your letterbox favorites. So oh, that's yeah, perfect. That's okay. 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 So, and Sheeran. That movie's great. And Sheeran's great. In that. All right. Wow. Like, so there's no so, way. So you got a. Tw- was that? Is that right? You got a twenty. Way to go. That's yeah. You almost <laughs> got a perfect score. <laughs> oh my god. Amanda. Bullshit. 20 points is the, the new you guys are messing with me. leader. Yeah, the champion. <laughs> oh, defeat. Oh, I don't want to do that again. What a run. What an incredible run. <laughs> I hope we get a pass for life. Man. I don't want to do that again. I'm glad yeah. that we have this on, on record, too. Really? Yeah, I know. Exactly. We can always point yeah. to it as, like, she got it in one. Like, <laughs> we didn't take any breaks. Like, this wasn't, like, edited. Like, <laughs> Okay, you got it in one take. You got it. God damn. Yeah. All yeah. Right. <sighs> Wow. 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 Thanks for the stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm blown that, away. Carlo, I, th- I think I think we can wrap this baby up. What do you think? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, another good one in the books. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, thanks again, Amanda, for coming back. Yeah, I'm not going to we'll, top we'll that. De- Don't count on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> I, oh, wow. A fluke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why don't you plug your, your letterbox where you can see all the rest of your your favorites listed and all everything else? Oh, sure. Um, so I'm WMass Liberty on Twitter, and it's the same thing on Letterbox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and mostly movies. And then, um, if you, I guess I'm a little bit crazy, but there's, um, I have pet birds and <laughs> I like food <laughs> and I play video games. So, you know, definitely check it out and uh, yeah. feel free to reach out to me. That's it. Yay. Yay. Fantastic. And yeah, yes. I, I feel like we're definitely going to have you a couple more times back. Like, oh definitely for, for Destination Wedding. Okay, yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. maybe Poor Things when it comes out. Oh, man, I can't yeah. wait for that. That's going to be yeah. yeah. Either way, I'm going to have fun with it. We, we won't make you play the game again Thank unless God. it's like a tournament. <laughs> that was stressful as hell. <laughs> a tournament of champions. Yeah, yeah. We got to do the Jeopardy, like bring yeah. back everybody. <laughs> Go yeah. against Hattin. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You have I don't, to go honestly, against Bill I don't know how I got that. I was like, I like women on the run. I'm gonna say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Shit. Yeah, I mean, what was the Ghost World thing? How did how did you just pluck that out of? I love that movie, so I just was like, yeah, I do too. But two thousand one, let me do that. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah. and that's where where I went to. I was like, yeah, there were a lot of good movies in two thousand one, you know. But I was just like, comedy drama. Yeah, like like it never clicked. Yeah, with me so. And then like wow. Marie Antoinette is like, I love that movie before like IndieWire was like, this is good. <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember go. that that came out on my birthday in in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I still haven't seen it. I, you really? Know, it's a blind spot for me. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah, I picked funny. um I like uh, the Prestige instead to watch on my birthday yeah. <laughs> that year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nepotism like aside, like Sofia Coppola did a few good movies, and that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. So, yeah. 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 Sweet. So. All right. Well, okay. Well, as always, you can follow Carlo, the great Carlo, on Twitter at Carlo Kino with two Ks. You can follow us at Movie Food Pod. And we be active over there. I think I. I think yeah. one of us. It, it, it's a mystery who is posting. One of us <laughs> nice. posted a video of uh, Christian Slater in The Wizard, a scene where he, he's like resting his head on the hood, and it looks like <laughs> Bo Bridges hits the hood. And I don't know if he was ready for it. it, it oh looks, damn! I missed that. It, right. Yeah. It I, looks I, good. I, I think that's one last thought I, I would like to part with with the Bo Bridges performance that I didn't mention earlier is that oh, yeah. how like uh, unhinged he is a little bit in this movie like especially <laughs> when they get to the finale yeah. like, and he's like totally. cheering in the crowd and I'm like wow Bo Bridges is really letting himself go I don't know I was really like, stressed totally. out with the car crashing scenes like when they're just oh, crashing yeah, into each that's other right. I was like yeah. damn like how much is that gonna cost you like stop it like, <laughs> yeah what are you totally. doing the, yeah you can get whiplash <laughs> yeah Oh man! All right. Well, well. Also, don't forget to support su- support our show. Come on, we have a Patreon yes. at, at at Movie Food over there. Help us keep the lights on. Car- yes. Carlos got a letterbox at Astro Fish. I have C. a sw- yeah. Oh, that's right. F I S C H. That's right. Thank you. Uh, you can check out my YouTube channel where I break down mosh pit highlights in a fun way. That's uh, that's Pit Hits on YouTube. And I just thought of this. My old band, we had a Mario Brothers cover song. Whoa. That's cool. I don't know if it exists on the interwebs, but I'm going to tack it on at the end of this app as like a favorite deal. We'll we'll throw that on. And I think that's all our business, Carlacho. Fantastic. All right. See you guys. All right. right. Bye. Bye. I'm green, he's red, and united we can force the everyone friends Two little plumbers and we mighty strong And we can beat the barrels at a Donkey Kong I said we two little plumbers and we mighty strong And we can beat the barrels at a Donkey Kong Come on! Ah. Go Luigi! Mario I love to play Nintendo Jump, jump And a bright green hat, y'all. I got suspenders and a curly mustache. He's red, y'all. And he's red, y'all. And when you start the game, well, then we get the pretty small. But we eat the mushrooms and get much bigger. Step to what you better reconsider. Eat the mushrooms, get much bigger. Step to what best reconsider. <laughs> Go, Luigi! Mario was stuck inside Nintendo. In
King Cooper, he's about to find out what they call a super duper Mario Brothers. We're gonna kill him just like the others. Say, quick, jump onto that flower. Now we both got the fireball power. You take him out, I'ma take him low. Soon as he jumps, I'ma run below. I'm gonna take the key soon as I run fast. And yo, now we finally save the princess. Oh, Mario Brothers, we got Cooper just like the others. Say Super oh, Mario Brothers, we got Cooper just like the others. With the Super oh, Mario Brothers, we got Cooper just like the others. Say Super oh, Mario Brothers, and we got Cooper just like the others. <laughs> 